This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Lexington High School on a chilly but beautiful Friday evening here in the middle of October, it is time for week number nine of high school football around the state of Ohio already, and tonight is senior night at Lexington as the Minutemen coming in with a two and six overall record they are two and three in the OCC they'll get set to host the Madison Rams who last week won their first game in the last 15 games they are one and seven and now one and four in the OCC hi everybody Corey Durbin Nick Lazier with you and uh, very excited to be here for our fourth senior night uh, as a part of fearthevillage.com and it's hard to believe it's been four years already uh, but a ton of seniors tonight for the Minutemen will go for the last time here at home. And uh, we will run down the list of seniors here in just a little bit. But first, let's set up the game for you tonight. The Minutemen coming off of a really a tough heartbreaker uh, last week at New Philadelphia. They lost 10-7, to had a chance on the last drive to maybe kick a field goal and tie it. Instead, with no timeouts left in 11 seconds, they decide to try to get the touchdown, and they caught it in the middle of the field, weren't able to get out of bounds and stop the clock, and the clock ran out. They lose 10-7, to a game in which they really turned it on in the second half. A little bit of a rough first half, though, offensively, but the defense looked really good last week. And as good as they looked last week, they're going to get a bunch of help back this week, and we'll talk about that in just a minute as well. Uh, Madison, on the flip side, they are coming off of their first win of the season and their first win, as I mentioned a moment ago, in the last 15 games going back to early last season. And the Rams beat up on Mount Vernon last week 35 to nothing. So uh, Lexington licking their wounds a little bit. Madison coming in on a high, though, and they'll try to carry that momentum into tonight, and we'll see who prevails. But uh, some good news for the Minutemen tonight. They get Hudson Moore and Matt Dwyer both back. I'm not sure we expected to get Dwyer back this year, but uh, a very good sight to see him out there getting warmed up and uh, went through all the senior day festivities. He's dressed and ready to go. And then Hudson Moore's been out since very early in the season. The Minutemen get him back, and both of those guys going to really contribute defensively, Nick. Yeah, I mean, you really miss Dwyer, especially last week with that rushing attack that new Philly put on. So you, you have your plug up in the middle, and then you get one of your best linebackers back in Hudson Moore. And hopefully we see Hudson Moore carrying the football a little bit on the offensive side of the ball. We've we've missed him all year, especially uh, with Markel Martin still out on the sideline and obviously Jordan Byrice out for the year. But it, it'll be nice to give uh, Carter a little bit of a relief back there with Hudson Moore running the ball. Absolutely. A lot of seniors this year for the Minutemen. Um, and maybe the most we've seen, maybe going back to four years ago, our first year doing this here at Lex. Uh, and we'll run down a quick list here. Jackson Wyndham, the wide receiver who's really been great for the Minutemen this year. Um, and he'll definitely be involved tonight in a lot of ways on offense and defense. Uh, they've got Jamarian Fagan going tonight. Good to see him back last week, and he had a good game last week on both sides of the football, and uh, he'll go tonight as a senior. And, of course, we've got to mention A.J. Young, the kicker for the Minutemen, and this year the senior starting quarterback. He's had a pretty good year, had a, a, a rough week uh, or first half last week, uh, but all in all this year taking over, at the helm uh, of the offense for the Minutemen. He's had a pretty decent season, and 
He's he's had some big moments for the Minutemen, and uh, he's he's played well. Connor Neinschwander, the senior long snapper, is what he's done really his whole career, but he's come on this year, played some defensive back and wide receiver. Uh, Dylan Jamison, the backup quarterback, has had uh, some time this year on the field as well. And uh, we'll take a break real quick, and we'll get to the national anthem. And the national anthem tonight uh, performed by the Band of Gold here at Lexington. Uh, back to the list of seniors as we do the rundown here on senior night. DJ Johnson, uh, wide receiver, uh, but really has made his career and his living at the defensive back spot the last couple of years for the Minutemen. He has really been good back there in the secondary for Lexington over the last few years. Uh, as we continue down the list here, Briar Miller, Great linebacker back there for the Minutemen. He's made so many plays over the course of his career, and uh, we'll look forward to see what he does tonight on senior night. Also for the Minutemen, unfortunately, he wasn't able to play this year, uh, but Jordan Byrice had some explosive plays last year, and we were looking so forward to seeing him at the uh, tailback spot this year and got injured uh, in the preseason and wasn't able to play a single snap this year, unfortunately. Uh, but Jordan um, over the course of his career has had some big moments as well. It seemed like last year, every time the Minutemen were inside the 10-yard line and he got the carry, he was going in for a touchdown. Uh, so he was great in the red zone throughout his career. Cam Crago, the lanky 6'5 wide receiver out there for the Minutemen. He's had a couple of career nights this year for, for himself uh, at the wideout spot. He's had a good season. Uh, Hudson Moore, well, I mean, what – what all can you say about Hudson? Uh, I mean, there's just – we could go on and on. Uh, and, of course, it's going to be great to have him return tonight on senior night. But Hudson – I mean, our, one of my favorite memories of Hudson on the football field was him scoring five touchdowns at Mount Vernon last year, uh, all on catches out of the tight end position. That was just a wild scene to see. Uh, but he's been an impact on both sides of the ball. Uh, Dylan Weingartner, uh, lineman for the Minutemen. Matt Dwyer, another lineman for the Minutemen who we just talked about. Uh, Alt, he's, uh was the sack leader last year for the Minutemen. Really probably had a good chance to go at it again this year uh, before the injury, but we'll see how the stats end up at the end of the year. Uh, Rael Maservi, uh, Owen Taylor, Josh Quintero, those are all linemen for the Minutemen that have made them go this year, and they've really provided some big moments and helped uh, Carter Newman. Uh, bust some long runs. Mason Green, over the course of his career, has 
has ran behind those guys. So a lot of seniors for the Minutemen. Now, the good thing is for the future, the Minutemen have a great freshman class right now, and we've already seen a lot of them making plays. So kind of a bittersweet night here at Lex. Uh, you got a, you're losing a lot this year, uh, but I think the Minutemen will recover next year, and uh, they'll come back out without skipping a beat, and they'll just play next man up mentality. But uh, we look forward to seeing these seniors tonight one last time here at Lexington, and hopefully they can get a win against Madison. None of these seniors have lost to Madison yet, so uh, we'll look to see if they can keep that streak alive. As we are just about seven and a half minutes away from kickoff, when we come back, we'll have a quick rundown of OCC action tonight, and we'll get you what's ahead in the conference with Billy Park, and uh, we'll get you set for tonight's matchup. We'll get you uniforms and uh, the keys to the game for the Minutemen to get out of here with their third win of the season, and Nick will give you those shortly. When we come back, we are about seven minutes away. It's Madison and Lexington on Senior Night here at Lex on fearthevillage.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen football on fearthevillage.com. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington High School, getting set for the Minutemen and the Rams in a Week 9 matchup, senior night here at Lex. We're just about four minutes away from kickoff. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier, and now joined by Billy Park. Billy's got the rundown of what's ahead tonight in the OCC, Billy. And around the OCC this week, we have Ashland traveling to Worcester, both teams sitting at 4-4 four and four on the year. Mount Vernon travels to Mansfield. Mount Vernon 1-7, Tigers 6-2 on the year. And West Holmes hosts Philadelphia Quakers. West Holmes 8-0, New Philly 5-3, with West Holmes looking to continue their dominance on the year, not only in the conference, but overall. Yep, and uh, that's probably to be expected tonight. Uh, West Holmes should take care of business against New Philly. If you want to check in on that Mansfield senior game tonight as they host Mount Vernon in their senior night, uh, you can tune in to GoTigers.com and join Aiden Chandler tonight as Nick Michaels was uh, – he's off this week with a vacation. So Aiden Chandler filling in, but still we have great coverage over there. Aiden will do a great job on that call of the senior high Mount Vernon game tonight. So if you want to check in on that, go ahead and do that over on GoTigers.com, our sister station for senior high coverage. As we are just a little over two minutes away from kickoff here at Lexington, we'll take one more short break. We'll come back with uniforms and Nick's keys to the game, and we'll have the kickoff here in just a few minutes on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Minutemen are just about set to take the field on senior night here at Lexington, and they will take on the Madison Rams, who have already taken their sideline. They're out on the field and ready to go. As the Minutemen are huddled up down off to our right and just about ready to run through the tunnel. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Uniforms tonight brought to you by BP Electric of Ohio. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. The Minutemen with those new white helmets. They've got the player numbers on the left side and the Minutemen vintage logo on the right side. The Gold and purple stripes down the middle of the helmet. They'll go with the purple jerseys tonight, gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim, and the gold pants with the purple stripes down the side, the block L logo on the left hip. So purple and gold at home for the Minutemen tonight with the white helmets. The Madison Rams, they're going to go with their gray or silver helmets with the Ram 
horns on either side, the green Ram horns. They'll go with their white road jerseys, green letters and numbers, um, and the all green pants for the Rams. So purple and gold versus the white and green. Madison won the toss. They deferred to the second half, so they will kick off to start things tonight here at Lexington. And the Minutemen will receive. And Nick, as we head into week nine, what are the keys tonight for the Minutemen to get out of here with a win? Well, I think the big thing is that this offense that Scott Valentine likes to run over here at Madison, he implemented it when he started over at Ashland. It's going to be a four wide, five wide sets. They're going to run a lot of jet sweeps, a lot of motion. So what the big key is that Lex does a great job of containing those jet sweeps, but they really have to watch the like, – they can't get caught watching the back, but they have to be ready for the counters and misdirections that I'm sure Madison will come out here and run a lot of. And I know their quarterback, he's pretty mobile as well. He's only a sophomore, but this year he's made some bounds and he's gotten a lot better as the years progress. So look for Lex just to really control the run game. And, I mean – on offense, you just got to get ahead of the sticks. Don't play behind the sticks and or else you'll get in trouble. So if they stay ahead, they'll have no problem tonight. Travis Jamison has it teed up down on the 40-yard line just to our left. He'll kick it left to right as we see it. He's got it up on the tee, and he runs up and boots it, and we're underway from Lex on fearthevillage.com. Connor Neinschwander will return it 30-35, and he's taken down there. And the Minutemen will have good field position at the 35-yard line to start this game going right to left. As we see it, they'll head towards the south end zone. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you on fearthevillage.com. And A.J. Young, for the last time here at Lexington, will lead the Minutemen out. And they will start on offense. And they will give them the 36-yard line on that return. The Minutemen have great field position. And here we go. Minutemen will send Jamison and Fogle off to the right. Crago and Wyndham will come off to the left. Carter Newman's going to be the back on the right hip of A.J. Young, who's in the shotgun. First and 10. A.J. takes the snap. He's going to throw on first down. He's got a man. It's Fogle. He's out to the 40, trying to get the edge, and he's tackled at the 41. And a gain of five there by Braden Fogle on the catch from A.J. Young. And, and right to the quick game right away. Uh, piggybacking off the second half last week at New Philly. The short game was really starting to click for the Minutemen, so it's nice to see them go at it early. So... The Minutemen now will have it second and five at their own 41-yard line. First drive of the night against the Rams. A.J. Young now will go into the pistol with Hudson Moore on his left hip, and now he'll go to his right. Minutemen have two wide receivers out there, one to each side. Carter Newman comes in motion, and now we will have an offside lined up in the neutral zone on the Rams. So that'll be a first down for the Minutemen as they get five yards on first down and then a five-yard penalty on second down. So it'll be... First and 10 minute men, that'll push them out to their own 46, so already near midfield. Couldn't ask for a better start right out the gate. So a little bit of a different look there for the minute men. They went into that loaded pistol, and then Carter Newman kind of ran out of there in motion. Looked like they might be trying to swing the ball out to him, but they never got the snap off with the offside penalty. First and 10 minute men at their own 46-yard line. A.J. Young, he'll go back into that pistol again with Hudson Moore and Carter Newman. He's got one wide receiver split to each side. Caudell, the tight end, motions to the left. Now Carter Newman motions out left, but they'll give Hudson Moore up the middle across midfield. He's to the 45-40, and he's tackled down there on the Madison side of the field, and the referee also got tackled as a part of that, and the referee is down as Hudson Moore ran him over and got tackled, and he, the referee was at the bottom of the pile there. And now the referee is down in the middle of the field and all kinds of training staff members and the other referees are all out there now. 
That was pretty bad, too. He got wrapped <laughs> up right under that pile. Hudson Moore got tackled by two guys, and yep. the referee was under all three of them. Yeah, the ref had no time to get out of the way. Hudson got there so quick, which you see fresh legs from Hudson Moore. I mean, his first run, he picks up 13 right out the gate. So it's great to see him back in the backfield and running hard downhill already. So the referee that was injured on the play is up, and they're talking to him. And the Minutemen, meanwhile, will have the ball at the Madison 41-yard line. And we're a minute and 15 uh, seconds into this game, and referee seems to be good to go. They got the backup ref on standby. He's going to get warmed up or, or anything, get loosened up. Yeah, the referee, backup referee, warming up his arm on the sideline over there. So it is first and 10. Minutemen at the Madison 41-yard line looking to strike early here. And now the referees, they're still making sure everything's good here. And both teams kind of waiting for the signal. And now looks like we're ready to play. Minutemen will come out again in that pistol with Hudson Moore and Carter Newman. They'll have Fogel off to the left, Crago off to the right. Caudell the tight end, motions left to right. A.J. Young in the pistol. On first and 10, takes the snap. He's back. He's going to fling it down the near sideline to Braden Fogle. And he goes up, and he can't make the catch. And, in fact, it's going to be intercepted at the 10 as it was just underthrown. And Noah Finley will step in and take it away from Braden Fogle there. And the Minutemen were driving, and they'll throw a pick down at the 10. So Madison will have the football. They'll take the turnover, but... They're backed up at their own 10, and we'll see if the Minutemen now can get something back here. And very similar start to last week. The Minutemen moving the ball on the ground, and as soon as they go to the air, bad things happen. And a pick at the 10. So here come the Rams. They'll bring the offense out with Cam Kuhn, the sophomore quarterback. He'll have three wide receivers off to the left and one to the right. He's got a back on his left hip, and that's who they'll give it to. Right up the middle, the Minutemen are there, though, and they're going to get him for no gain. That was Hunter Hutchison. The senior running back for the Rams. Not a ton of seniors on this Rams roster, but Hutchison, one of them. And he is definitely more of a power back for the Rams. He's a big kid. Second and 10, back at the 10. Four wide receivers, two to the left, two to the right. They'll take the snap, and they'll give a little jet sweep off the left side. Minutemen are there again, and that one was to Finley, who just made the interception on defense, and now he's going to get the carry on offense. Ball came out, but he was down already, and they'll give him two yards. That'll set up a third and eight here early for the Minuteman defense. See if they can get the ball right back to the offense, and if they force a punt from here, you'd like to think the Minutemen will have it on the Madison side of the field. So it's going to be a huge stop right away to get the ball back to the offense. And the Rams will send out. Well, they broke the huddle and then got back in the huddle. Now they'll break it again. They'll send three wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Hutchison on the right hip of Kuhn. Third and eight in the shotgun. He takes the snap. Kuhn's going to throw, and it's to Finley, who caught it, and he somehow had some space to squeak out of there across the 20, out to the 22. And 
We've got a minute man down now, and it looks like Carter Newman. And Carter, hopefully that's not another lower body injury because he has been banged up this year with had a lingering groin injury. And, of course, his freshman year, he broke his arm over at Ashland. So as good of a career as he's had, Carter's really done all of his damage in about one, one and a half years of football. I mean, just imagine had he been healthy these this entire three years that he's played so far. Just can't catch a break, and uh, Carter is sitting up right at the 22. But that last play, the Minutemen were all over yeah. that play, and it looked like they might get to the quarterback there. And then as soon as they get there, he flings it out, and it looked like Finley was all bottled up and still somehow found a hole right in the middle of the field. And he got the first down, a gain of 10 on that last play. It'll set up a first and 10. Madison has it at their own 22. Carter is up and has walked off the field under his own power. So we'll see if he can come back in. Looks to me like he's going to be okay. And here we go. A new set of downs for the Rams. They'll send a couple of wide receivers off to each side. Kuhn in the shotgun. Hutchison on his left hip. They'll send a man in motion. It's Finley, but they'll give it to Kuhn up the middle, and he's going to be bottled up. And the Minutemen do a nice job there, and I think Boozer was in on that play, and they pull him backwards after a gain of one, and that's all he's going to get. So second and nine coming up. Minutemen look good early here on the run game, but uh, just got to make sure Madison doesn't kill him through the air. And as we mentioned in the pregame, this five wide, four wide, a lot of motions, a lot of jet sweeps, little flare passes. This looks a lot like New Philadelphia last week, and a lot of teams run this now. It's just so hard to to read a lot of times. This is almost like a spread shotgun wing T almost, the way they the way teams run it. And this time it's an option, and Kuhn will keep it, and he breaks a couple of tackles. He's going to get out to the 35 for a first down, but we've got a hold, and it's going to come back as the flag was thrown right down near. Oh, no, it's going to be a sideline warning. Huh. So the first down will count. Kuhn ran it out to the 35. They got a sideline warning on the Minutemen. Interesting. Yeah, we know Kuhn can run a little bit. I mean, looked pretty agile there. He, he pulled that thing at the very last second from Hutchison as well and was able to pick up 10. So, just when you think the Minutemen have the Rams on the ropes, second and third and long, the Rams have made something happen, and now they've marched all the way out to their own 35. This drive started on the 10, so they've picked up two first downs here. It's first and 10, right in the middle of the field. And they'll send three wide receivers off to the right this time, one all by himself over there to the left. That's Glasgow. Instead, though, they'll hand it off to Hutchison off the left side, and he's going to get two. And that'll set up second and eight Rams out to their own 37. Well, and again, Lex is ready for that right up the gut. It's just you can't get lulled, lulled to sleep here. They're going to run it up the middle, run it up the middle, and then they're going to hit you with that jet sweep around the edge. So Lex got to be ready for it. Second and eight at their own 37. Madison just kind of calmly here. At their own pace, they'll send three out to the right again, one to the left. Minutemen defense moving all around here, trying to confuse the Rams, and Finley's going to take a jet sweep off the left side and gets another first down out near midfield. 
And they will give him the 49-yard line and another first down right near the 50. And the Rams still on their side of the field but driving nicely here. That's their third first down already on the first drive. And we're under seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Rams almost to four minutes on this drive so far. When we kind of figured this is, this is how the game was going to be, it's just going to be a battle of the trenches and who can control the line of scrimmage. Galleon with an early 7-0 uh, lead at Marion Pleasant. As on first down, they'll give Hutchison off the right side. He's going to pick up two. But he does get across midfield to the Lex 49-yard line. Now, actually, they'll mark him at the 50, so a gain of one right at the 50. Ontario with a 7-0 lead against Harding. And Highland with a 7-0 lead over River Valley. That's a huge game in the MOAC there. Somebody trying to keep pace with Clear Fork just in case Shelby can beat him tonight. Second and nine for the Rams. Kuhn in the shotgun, four wide, takes the snap. He's going to throw this time, and he throws it out to Finley, and Finley was blown up by Joey Caudell over there. There was no chance he was catching that ball, and it's incomplete. And you talk about jamming somebody. <laughs> Yeah. Caudell came up and just basically tackled Finley. Yeah, he lit him up. Before he even got the ball. Behind the line of scrimmage, though, so I guess that's legal. And maybe they're saying it was incidental contact. I'm not sure, but Caudell just blew he up sure Finley. Did. There was no chance he was catching that ball. He was on the ground. Third and nine, and that stops the clock here for the first time on this drive, really. As Kuhn going to go five wide now in the shotgun. He's looking down the field. He's got a man right in the middle of the field, and he just pulls the Minutemen defenders just enough. A yard past the first down marker, and that was Tatum Turcott. And a first down, Madison again, and they, the, the Minutemen were there to tackle him behind the first down marker, but he kind of turned and got some leverage and carried one of the Minutemen just for that one extra yard that he needed. And Madison looking good early here, but New Philly did this same thing last yep. week, and this was right about where Lexington got it dialed in. And we'll see if they can bend but not break here. First and 10, Madison at the Lex 40. Coon's going to go in the shotgun. Hutchison on his left hip. He's got three wide to the left and one to the right. He will give to Hutchison, though, and he's going to run it off the left side. He's got a little room this oh, time. Wow. He's going to end up getting maybe six. Yeah, kind of squeaked through the hole there off that left side. Down to the 34-yard line, second and four coming up for the Rams. And this is just a long, methodical drive right now from the Rams. It's, I, I think the best-case scenario is you're going to have to make Kuhn throw the football because he's got a weird throwing motion. He almost kind of sidearms it from, from the pocket, which was interesting on that third-down conversion. So, second and four at the 34. Kuhn in the shotgun again, three wide left, one to the right. Hutchison on his right hip. He'll send Finley in motion, though. A little jet sweep off the right side. He's got room down to the 30, just past the 30, another first down. And it seems like every time Madison gets a first down, it's by one yard. They just get past the line to gain. And another first down, Madison, down to the Lex 29. And they just try to find different ways to get Finley the football. He get, comes up with the big interception and then – He's caught the screen pass, and now he's gotten a couple jet sweeps. Early scores from Worcester. It is Ashland 7, Worcester 7. 
West Holmes leads New Philly early on, 7-0. West Holmes looking to improve to 9-0 and probably should get the job done at home tonight. First and 10, they'll send a man in motion again. Madison in the shotgun, but they'll give to Hutchison, and he's going to go up the middle for three this time, out to the uh, 26. So second and seven coming up now for the Rams. Second and seven in the shotgun again. They will give, and before they give, there's a false start penalty on the Rams, so that'll push them back. Second and 12 coming up, and that is huge because now for the first time tonight, the Rams are going to be behind the chains, and the Minutemen might be able to pin their ears back here and see what they can do. They just can't can't lose control of that edge. I mean, that, that that's going to be the main focal point, I think, from this defense is making sure they go, do a great job of setting the edge and forcing – these Rams to go back to the middle where the rest of the defense is there waiting for them. So a big second and 12 coming up here for the Rams at the Minutemen 31-yard line. And here we go. And the shotgun, five wide this time. Kuhn back to pass, loads up, flings it down the middle of the field, and it is incomplete, and we've got a flag down at the goal line. As Crago was down there, but they're going to say he didn't turn his head around, and the ball hit him right in the back. And that'll be an automatic first down for the Rams. So an unfortunate penalty there. For the Minutemen defense, and that'll give Madison another first down on this opening drive, which has now gone about seven minutes First and 10 Rams from the 16 yard line. So first and 10. Here come the Rams. That penalty puts them all the way down in the red zone now for the first time tonight at the Lex 16. In the shotgun, Kuhn will hand off. No, he'll keep it up the middle. The Minutemen are there, though. They'll bottle it up, and he'll get one. And that sets up a second and nine at the 15-yard line. <laughs> I mean, that's just a huge penalty going back. I mean, second and 12, you got him behind the sticks right where you want him to be, and then you give him a 15-yard penalty, automatic first down, take him into the red zone. I mean, that's tough. So now Lex really has to make a big stand here and try to hold Madison to three. So second and nine, we'll see if the Minutemen can get the stop here. Madison will send three wide receivers off to the left and one to the right in the shotgun again. Kuhn takes, he'll give Hutchison off the left side, and he's not going anywhere. And in fact, well, he'll get maybe one. It looked like he might have lost one for a second yeah. there, but he kept the pile moving, and off the left side there, he'll, he will gain one. Third and eight now coming up, and a huge play for the Minutemen here at their own 14-yard line. Got to get a stop on this one. I feel like this defense has been on the field for 20 minutes. I mean, this has definitely been a long drive, and Madison eating up a lot of clock. Only two minutes left in this first quarter. So here we go, third and eight. In the shotgun, Kuhn with it. 
Four wide, takes the snap. He's looking in the middle of the field, and the pass is broken up by Cam Crago in the end zone, incomplete. And the Minutemen force a fourth down, and we'll see what the Rams do here. They're close enough to try a field goal, and it looks like they will send on the field goal unit. So, coming on to attempt the field goal, Travis Jamison. They'll set this ball down at the 22-yard line. This will be a 32-yard attempt. Not quite over on the left hash, but towards the left side of the field there. So, not a bad angle for Jamison. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is good. The kick is up, and the kick is good for Travis Jamison. So, with 1.52 to go in the first quarter, the Rams have had the ball once, and they've taken about 10 minutes off the clock. And uh, it is now 3-0 Madison here at Lexington. We'll see if the Minutemen can respond in just a second on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington High School where the Rams have just taken the first lead of the game for either team. It is three to nothing on a 32-yard field goal from Travis Jamison, who is now getting the ball lined up on the tee down off to our left at the 40-yard line. Minutemen will send Wyndham and Jamarian Fagan back to return, and they will stand up now at their own 15, so they're expecting another short kick, and actually the Minutemen have pretty much all of their blockers on the kick team way up, so they're going to force Madison to give this ball to Jamison or, or excuse me, Wyndham or uh, Jamarian Fagan. And now the Minutemen actually will move back a little bit. Wyndham actually took his first and only career touchdown back on a kickoff a few weeks ago against West Holmes. So definitely a dangerous kick returner. And they will pop this one straight up in the air, and a fair catch is called by the up man. That was a great heads-up play, man. <laughs> David Biggers, the sophomore, too. So not only is he a lineman, he doesn't ever touch the ball, but he's a sophomore and makes a fair catch on the little pop-up kick at the 40-yard line. So Minutemen, again, will have great field position, and they will bring out the offense. First career return for David Biggers of no <laughs> yards on a fair catch. <laughs> Maybe his only career return. I mean, I'm just applauding the heads-up play to get his hand up there, call the fair catch, and bring it home because he was about to get drilled if he didn't put that hand up there. So first and 10, Minutemen at their own 40, and A.J. Young will come out in the pistol. It seems like it's been forever since the Minutemen have been out there on offense. They'll send two to the left, but they'll hand it off to Mason Green off the left side. He's got a hole across midfield, 45-40, and he's tripped up down at the 38-yard line. And a big carry there on the first carry of the night for Mason Green, and that'll be a carry of about 22 yards for Mason as... He doesn't usually cut it outside and get the edge, but that time he showed some wheels and he got 23 down to the 37. Minutemen 
Hurry it up here. They're back in the pistol again. A.J. Young with one wide receiver to each side. He will take and give Hudson Moore up the middle. He's got room across the 30 down to the 27. And out close to another first down. He got nine. So Hudson Moore's got a couple of carries tonight. Minutemen not wasting any time answering back here offensively. But now you've got to get the ball in the end zone, something they really weren't able to do last week and something that, although they were driving on the first drive, weren't able to do it on their first drive tonight. Got to get the ball in the end zone. They'll send Fogle off to the right, Crago off to the left. It's going to be second and one from the 28-yard line. A.J. Young in the pistol with Hudson Moore on his right hip and Mason Green behind him as the tailback. A.J. takes the snap. They'll give Hudson Moore again right up the middle. He's going to get the first down, it looks like, by a half a yard. So they'll give him a yard and a half and a first down Minutemen. Hudson Moore getting it done early tonight on the ground for the Minutemen. And now what this does is it really opens up potential for a play action here for the Minutemen. You don't have to throw the ball, but now Madison's got to be Aware of the possibilities here, and that gives uh, Lexington the advantage right now. As Crago goes off to the right, Fogel off to the left, loaded pistol again. It's first and 10 from the 27. A.J. Young will... I don't think he wanted the snap yet because a couple of Minutemen started to go in motion. They were going to send Hudson Moore from the right to the left and Caudell from left to right. And as they were doing that, the snap came, and it's going to be a false start on the Minutemen. And that'll set them back five yards. So first and 15 now from the Madison 32. Elson Craig go off to the right. Fogel off to the left. And the pistol again. Hudson Moore and Mason Green with A.J. Young. They'll give Mason Green off the left side. And he's over the 30. Got a nice block out there on the edge from Hudson Moore. But there were a few uh, Rams out there to make the stop. Mason will pick up about four, maybe three. Now they're going to mark this at the 30, actually. So they'll pick up two. And second and 13 now coming up. Minutemen, go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, the big thing with Hudson Moore being back, there's no film on him this year. So, I mean, it's nice to have that secret weapon in your back pocket. Look for him to use it. And they will here on second and 13. Hudson gets another carry up the middle, and he's just going to fight his way back to the original line of scrimmage at the 32. And... Maybe a little extra pushing after the play there. Some trash talk, but that'll be the last play of the first quarter. So this one went quickly so far as Madison basically used up the entire first quarter to get their three points. But the Minutemen are driving. And at the end of one, it is three to nothing. Rams with the lead, but the Minutemen trying to get on the board themselves. And we'll see if they can do that when we come back on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Third and 11 coming up for the Minutemen to start the second quarter. They trail this one three to nothing, but they're in the Rams' 
end of the field. They're at the Rams' 27-yard line. They need 11 for a first down. Two wide to the right, two to the left. A.J. Young in the shotgun, and a false start as Mason Green just stuttered there. He thought he had the snap count red, and Mason just took a little half step. He tried to freeze himself, he though, did. and <laughs> sell it to the refs, well, but that didn't work. Yeah, this, the back judge almost didn't pull that flag out. He thought about it for a half a second, but he's like, ah, I saw it, I have to throw it. So it will be third and 16 now. Minutemen back at the Madison 32. And here they come out, one wide receiver each way. And the pistol this time, A.J. Young. Third and 16, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the left side of the field, and Fogle runs right under it in the end zone. Touchdown, Minutemen. 32 yards, A.J. Young to Braden Fogle, and they do it again. It seems like a weekly occurrence at this point. I mean, what a throw from A.J. I mean, he saw that there was double coverage rolling over to Fogle underneath, but he put just enough over the top, and Fogle ran right underneath it, outran the defense. I mean, that was, a, that was a great ball from A.J. Young to hit Fogle. Six to three, Minutemen on top for the first time tonight, and A.J. Young will try to attempt the extra point here. Dylan Jamison will hold. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is a good one, and the kick is up, and it is also good for A.J. Young. And the Minutemen strike quickly here to start the second quarter. 7-3, to three, Minutemen on top, 11.54 to go in the second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. This is Lexington Minuteman Hudson Moore, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. A.J. Young to Braden Fogle again. <laughs> and the Minutemen lead this one 7-3. That one was a 32-yard connection. And they did it last week against New Philly. They did it against West Holmes. Really, they've done it just about against everybody except Mansfield Senior. Braden Fogle has really had a heck of a year. The freshman, he's going to continue to amaze us week in and week out for the next three years. A.J. Young has it teed up down at the 40-yard line. He'll kick it left to right, kick it towards the north end zone. Minutemen with that 7-3 lead now. Now they can play a little bit more confidently on defense, but on the kickoff, somebody ran past the kicker before he kicked it. So... As far as kickoffs go, that's an offside or a false start, however you want to call it. And the Minutemen will have to back up five yards and re-kick it. That was a good kick by A.J. Yeah. too. He had it down. Finley caught that on the two-yard line. Now A.J.'s going to have to put a little extra oomph into this one. Mansfield Sr. with a 7-0 lead over Mount Vernon. 
that game is in the second quarter, so senior high looks like they've had a little bit of a slow start, but uh, shouldn't have any problem with Mount Vernon tonight on senior night. West Holmes with a 15-0 lead over New Philly. Ashland and Worcester still deadlocked at 7. Ontario has grown their lead out to 14 now over Marion Harding, 14-0. Shelby and Clear Fork tied at 6. That game was a late start, though, so that's still early in the first quarter. Kickoff's a squib kick, and the Rams have trouble with it. Finley lost his footing, had to pick it up at the 18. He's going to return it out to about the 25. And that's where the Rams will take over to start this drive. And their first drive was how long, Nick? Can you get me the time on that? Uh, I believe it was about eight minutes, I think. Let me double check here. Clear Fork has just taken the lead over Shelby, 13-6. to Galleon with a 14-7 lead over Marion Pleasant. And how about Galleon? Not sure many people saw uh, the success they were going to have this year, especially with Clear Fork, River Valley, and Shelby over there in the Moac, and Ontario improved this year. Mm -hmm. Galleon's had a really good year, all things considered. That first drive, by the way, for Madison was eight and a half minutes. I think it was like 17 plays. It was insane. So they'll take over on this drive, only their second drive of the game here in the second quarter at their own 25. And on the first play of the drive, they'll give off the left side, and they've got tons of room to run this one. 40, 45, 50, and across midfield. Hudson Moore's trying to rip the ball out of there. And down at the 47-yard line, Zane Wynn with a huge carry as he just took it. Up the middle and then bounced it out to the yeah. left side, and he had all kinds of room. So Zane Wynn with his first carry of the night, and that one's going to go for about 28 yards out to the Lex 47-and-a-half-yard line, and the Rams quickly across midfield already again here on their second drive of the night. I don't know how he held, held on to that football. I mean, Hudson Moore is all over him, punching at the ball, trying to get it out, and Wynn was able to hold on to it. First and ten. Rams with two wide receivers to each side. Kuhn takes the snap. They'll flip it out. Win off the right side. This time he's hit hard. And Caudell wasn't able to bring him down, but he did slow him up enough to allow the rest of the Minutemen Cavalry to ride in there and get him. And Win will get one yard out to the 46, and it'll set up second and nine. And this is where Madison has been so good tonight on second and long, just when you think the Minutemen might have him on their heels, and they stop him on first down. Madison is able to come up with five, ten yards on second down and uh, set themselves up nicely. So this is really right here is where the Minutemen have struggled so far tonight. Second and long. See if they can get a stop here. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Coon sends a man in motion. It's Finley. They will give it to him. Off the left edge, and he slipped and fell in the backfield. He's going to lose a yard or two. And that might have been a big break for the Minutemen. Finley's been taking those jet sweeps all night, and he's gotten positive yardage all night on those, but that time he fell on his own and lost two yards back to the 48-yard line. It'll set up third and 11. That's the beauty of the natural grass. It gets real slick once this once that sun goes down. It's chilly out there. That, that grass is very slick, and it's hard to keep your footing, especially when you're used to playing on turf all year. Ashland has taken the lead at Worcester, 14-7. And senior high now up 13-0 over Mount Vernon. Third and 11. 
Rams will send a man in motion. They'll take the shotgun snap. Coon throws up the middle, and it's tipped away by Hudson Moore. It was intended for Finley, and Hudson was right there. Got his right hand on it, incomplete, and now the Rams will have to punt. Yeah, and Coon had to get rid of that one quick. He had Joey Caldell running off that left edge right in his face, and Hudson did a great job of just throwing his paw up there and knocking it down. So the Rams here might go with uh, Kuhn as the punter, similar to what we saw with senior high a couple weeks ago, and Bradley, he stepped in there to punt out of the shotgun, and then New Philly did that last week as well. So Kuhn will take this one, and he'll punt it straight up in the air. This is a wobbler. It's a short punt, and it's going to bounce, and it's going to hit and roll sideways. And it'll stop at the 29-yard line. And the Minutemen will take over, and they get a much-needed stop. And they get the ball back quickly. No eight-minute drive there for the Rams, thankfully. That one was only about two minutes, two minutes and three seconds. And the Minutemen will take over at their own 28-and-a-half-yard line. They've got some momentum as they just scored a touchdown on their last drive, a 32-yard pass from A.J. Young to Braden Fogle. And we'll see if they can do it again here. They'll send Fogel into the slot this time to the left. Crago out far wide to the left. Dylan Jamison in there now in the pistol at the quarterback position. He'll give off the left side. Mason Green bounces off the first tackle, gets it across the 30 out to the 31. And they might even give him the 32 here. See where they put this down. And they will give him the 32. So it'll be a gain of about four. We'll call it second and six. And it's good to see the senior quarterback back up, Dylan Jamison, who backed up Cole Pauley for a couple of years and now has backed up A.J. this year, but has come in and done some good things this year for the Minutemen. Jamison goes into the shotgun with three wide to the right and one to the left. He takes on second and six and gives Hudson Moore up the middle. He's going to fight after the first contact, and he'll get two, maybe three. This will set up a third and about four at the 35-yard line. Minutemen have to get out to the 39. But now the Minutemen running the clock a little bit here. Got to get a first down, though. Keep this drive alive, because if they can get up by two or three touchdowns here on Madison, it's really going to make things tough for the Rams, who they'll throw a little bit, but the Minutemen seem to be ready for that tonight. Three wide to the right, one to the left. It's third and four. Jamison in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He throws out to the near sideline, and Jamison caught it. Actually, it's DJ Johnson down to the 40. He's at the 35, cuts back 20, 15, 10, 5. DJ Johnson's going to take it to the house. And we've got a flag on the far sideline. DJ Johnson. Now I would have to check back in the book on this one. I think that would have been his first career touchdown, but I think it's going to come back here as we've got a flag over on the far sideline, nowhere near the play. Yeah. So it was a dead ball penalty. The touchdown will stand, and the penalty is actually going to be 
an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty after the play, and I think it was the referee pointed towards the Madison bench, but then he pointed towards Lexington's direction. So I think it was on the Minutemen, but the play will stand. A.J. Young will attempt the extra point. Dylan Jamison will hold. The snap is a good one. The hold is a good one. The kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Minutemen with a 14-3 lead now. Dylan Jamison has thrown a touchdown tonight. So both senior quarterbacks for the Minutemen, A.J. Young and Jamison, both have a touchdown passing tonight. And E.J. Johnson with his first career touchdown. And it was a 65-yarder. Yeah, nice little receiver screen. He he saw his lane, and he shot out. He was shot out like a cannon, man. Had one guy to miss and just kind of sidestepped him and took off. So great to see DJ get a touchdown on senior night. So the Minutemen with a 14-3 lead, 8-14 to go in the second quarter. Now they've just got to lock Madison down on defense. Can't let him have any type of momentum. Just as a side note, the Rams get the ball to start the second half. So if they can keep this thing, you know, one, two possessions and come out and have an eight-minute drive like they did to start the game, I mean, that's that could put them in a position to stay in this thing. That's why this is it's so important for the Minutemen right here to get a stop and uh, get the ball back in the end zone. So that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty was on Madison. I thought the referee pointed when he when he uh, announced the call. Typically, they point in the direction that each team was facing. Um, so for Madison, he would have pointed towards the defense. Lexington, he would have pointed towards the offense. But he turned and pointed towards the bench. So I wasn't exactly sure who it was on, but they did say it was on Madison. So A.J. Young will kick this ball off from the 45-yard line on Madison's side of the field on the 15-yard penalty. Senior High has opened up a 17-0 lead now against Mount Vernon over at Arlen Field. West Holmes up 15-0 still on New Philly, and Ashland up on Worcester 14-7. Highland leads River Valley 14-7. A.J. Young has it up on the tee at the 45, and he will go ahead and just boom it through the end zone, and the Minutemen will get the touchback. And they'll be satisfied to let Madison have it at the 20 and take over on defense. Highland just scored again. They're up 20-7 now on River Valley. It's Ontario 14, Marion Harding 0. Clear Fork 13, Shelby 6. Check out a couple scores in the Northern 10. Carey leads Upper Sandusky 6-0. Colonel Crawford all over Mohawk right now, 21-0. In the Firelands Conference, Western Reserve 7, South Central nothing. Mapleton leads Monroeville 30-7. Centerburg over Northmore right now, 27-0. Centerburg trying to run the table in the uh, KMAC. First and 10. Here come the Rams. Kuhn takes the snap. He'll give to Wynn. Wynn tries to spin it back up the middle on first down, and he actually does get about four yards on first down. Second and six coming up. Stop on the play by 
Second and six. Madison just taking their good old time here. Probably trying not to let Lex get the ball back if they can help it. Kuhn going to go in the shotgun. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Takes the snap. They'll give. Win off the left side again. And he is not going to get the edge this time. All kinds of Minutemen are over there. Joey Caudell, Briar Miller, Cooper Dreibelbis. Looked like Jamarian Fagan was there as well. Just about every Minuteman defender was in on that one. And Wynn beat them off the edge just a little bit ago. And that is not going to happen again with that type of pursuit. That'll set up another third down. And this will be third and five. So another big play here for the Minuteman defense. We'll see if they can... Get off the field again. Kuhn in the shotgun, four wide. And we'll have a timeout. Madison will take one with him. Actually, <laughs> they snapped the ball. The referee <laughs> blew the play dead, but none of the players heard it. So a timeout, Madison. 6.51 to go, second quarter. It's 14-3. Lex on top on senior night here at Lexington on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, FreelandVillage.com. Big third down coming up for the Rams. Minutemen trying to get off the field here on this play. Madison took their first timeout of the half. They've got two left. Lex has yet to use a timeout. And here we go. Third and five from the 25-yard line. Kuhn in the shotgun. Three wide to the right, one to the left. He's got Win on his right hip. Checks over and makes sure he's got the play right. Kuhn now back in the shotgun, waiting on the snap. He takes third and five. He's going to throw, and he throws it out into the flat, and he's got a man, and it's Hutchison. He's got the first down. Actually, no, it's not Hutchison. That was Will Keppel getting his first catch of the night, the 6'2 junior. And a first down for the Rams out to the 38-yard line. And a new set of downs again, and some more clock will run off of the scoreboard. Madison trying to put together a nice long drive before the end of this half and then get the ball to start the second half. Kuhn in the shotgun on first down, flips it out to win. Right side, he's got some room, and he bursts through a hole out near the 50. And he'll get to the Lex 49, and that'll be a first down, a gain of about 13 for win. Little pitch out there to win. Yeah, once Win gets downhill, man, he he's a, he's a tough runner. Once he gets that edge and has some space, so yet again, Madison on the Lex side of the field. So far, though, they only have three points to show for it on their third drive here. Coon in the shotgun sends a man in motion. It's Finley. They will fake a give to him and instead give it to Win up the middle. And the Minutemen. Get him after a gain of two. They'll give win the 47 of Lexington. So second and eight coming up. 5.40 to go, second quarter. 
As fast as tonight is gone on the uh, play or on the game clock, still not as fast as last week at New no. Philly. That first half last week was really that was about 45 minutes of real time. <laughs> Second and eight, Coon back in the shotgun since Finley in motion again. They will give it to him this time, and off the right side, he's blown up by Mason Green. And no, that was Hudson Moore over there on the right side, and he got him for a loss of about a half a yard. That's going to set up third and a long eight. And a big play there as Hudson Moore came flying up there and uh, made the hit. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have one of your best linebackers back in the lineup. And, I mean, he just flows. The, I mean, he just feels the field so well and fills really well. So it's great to see him back up there making big plays. So another big third down for Madison. It seems like, though, they're perfect on third down tonight. We'll get you stats here in just a minute on that. But it seems like they just refused to leave the field on third down. It's third and eight. And Madison jumped. Lexington trying to call for a false start. Instead, Madison's going to take a timeout, and we might as well take another one with them. 14-3, Lex on top, 4.30 to go, second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Madison, three for five on third downs. The two that they did not succeed on. One of them turned into a 32-yard field goal make for Travis Jamison, which gave Madison an early 3 to nothing lead. And the other time Madison did not convert on third down, they had to punt. Right now they've got it third and eight. At the Lex 47, Kuhn in the shotgun out of the timeout. He sends Finley in motion. He'll have two wide to each side. He takes the snap. He's going to throw, and it's almost picked off by Briar Miller, but right over his hands and a nice catch made down at the 33-yard line by Gason Sassis. Man, and Kuhn put that thing on a rope, too. That's a tight window. Right over the head of Briar Miller. It looked like he was going to get a hand on that thing. Instead, another first down for Madison, and they will have the ball down at the Lex 33-yard line with just uh, just over four minutes to go in the second quarter. Kuhn in the shotgun, three wide to the left this time. One to the right, takes the snap, pitches it out, left side win. He's going to be bottled up and wrapped up and tackled down at about the 31, maybe the 32. They'll give him one yard, and it'll set up a second and nine. So Wynn almost has exclusively gotten all the carries here in the second quarter as Hutchison hasn't – I really haven't seen Hutchison on the field here in the second quarter. So that may be a game plan that the Rams have. It doesn't look like Hutchison's hurt. So they must just rotate running backs each quarter, it seems. Second and nine at the Lex 32. Kuhn back in that shotgun again. Wynn on his right hip, four wide. Sends win in motion now. It'll be an empty backfield. He takes the snap, throws left side, and it is caught. A hard hit by Fagan. But again, Sass has hung on to it. Down at the 20. 
And another first down, Madison. They are in the red zone again, just inside the 20. Man, it just seems like Lex is in the right position, too. It looks like they're going to get an interception on any one of these. And like you said a minute ago, Kuhn just fits it right in there. I mean, if he's off one foot, some of these are interceptions. Kuhn in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left. First and ten at the 20. They'll give win off the right side. Minutemen have him, and they're able to get him. He tried to get out of there. He got about a half a yard. They'll give him the 19, second and nine coming up. Minutemen just cannot get a tackle in the backfield tonight. They're in the right position, but they can't get him behind the line. 2.30 to go in the second quarter. Rams driving here, but the Minutemen lead it 14-3. to Second and nine right now for Madison. And they come out. Five wide, empty backfield for Kuhn. He's in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's being rushed, has to get it out of there, and it's short. And at the feet of Wynn, incomplete. And Jamarian Fagan was ready to come up and lay a massive hit down on Wynn, but didn't get the chance to because Wynn didn't catch the ball. Third and nine coming up, and that actually is an interesting uh, outcome to that play because it stops the clock here for a second. It's probably not something the Madison Rams wanted to happen. They don't want to give uh, Lexington any time here to extend this lead. And it's third and nine from the 19. Kuhn with four wide, win on his right hip, takes the snap. Huge play here. They throw it to Finley, and it's incomplete right through his hands. And again, the clock will stop. And with 2.05 to go, now we'll see what happens here. Madison might attempt a field goal here. They may go for it, though. I'm not sure as Wynn comes off limping now. Yeah. Well, the Minutemen caught a break there because if Finley would have caught that, he, had, he definitely had some room to run because Lex came out on an all-out blitz to try to blow that up. And now Madison. It's decision time. <laughs> well, they're going to go for it. And here we go, fourth and nine from the 19, empty backfield. Kuhn has three wide to the right, two to the left. Takes the snap, he's getting blitzed again, has to lob it up, and it's short of everybody. There is nobody in the area as the pressure by the Minutemen worked, and Kuhn just kind of floated it up there. He's lucky it wasn't picked. There was nobody in the area, but he just kind of threw it down the middle of the field. So the Minutemen with two minutes and all three timeouts will take over at their own 19-yard line. And they had some uh, practice running the two-minute drill last week, and it looked really good at New Philadelphia. Of course, if you were listening, you know, it came up empty in the end. It's because they ran out of timeouts, but they had the ball all the way down the field with 11 seconds to go and uh, ran out of time. So here we go, Jamison back out there. And the pistol, Hudson Moore behind him. One wide receiver off to each side, first and 10 from the 19. They will give Hudson Moore off the left side. He's got room, bounces it outside, gets over the 25, out to the 26. And a gain of six, maybe seven. And we'll call it second and four. Minutemen at their own 26. Clock is rolling, 140 to go. Minutemen need to show a little urgency here as Crago will bring the play in. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to try to score here. Second and fourth, the 26. Minutemen still have not broken the huddle. They finally come out, 125 to go. 
and the pistol. Crago off to the right, Fogel off to the left, Jamison. Will take the snap and fake a give to Hudson Moore. Now he's going to roll out. Now he's going to have to cut it back up the middle. Jamison is going to run, and he's going to be grabbed by the arm and tackled back at the 24-yard line. And Jamison didn't want to run that, but he rolled out on a little bootleg there, and the Rams had it covered up and he had nowhere to go so he tried to cut it back up the middle of the field and lost a couple yards back to the 24. So now the Minutemen are probably just going to try to get out of this half with no damage done. Which is fine. They have the advantage. Although Madison does receive the ball to start the second half, they can't get the lead on one possession. So the Minutemen are going to go into halftime here with a two possession lead it looks like. It is third and six. Jamison will send a couple of men in motion here. He's got one wide receiver to each side in the pistol. They'll give off the left side. Hudson Moore cuts it back up the middle. He's going to be gang tackled by a bunch of Rams. He does get out to a first yeah, down, close. though. Yeah. At the 30-yard line with 13 seconds left in the first half. The Minutemen are getting up quickly, but I'm not sure they're going to try to run another play, and I don't think they will. And they will not. So that is how the first half will end. Not the most eventful first half. The Minutemen scored two touchdowns, both through the air. Madison only with a field goal, and that's where we stand at halftime. 14-3 on senior night here at Lexington. And each senior quarterback for the Minutemen has thrown a touchdown tonight. So pretty cool moments there for them, Dylan Jamison and A.J. Young. And on their senior night, they will take a 14-3 lead into halftime over the Rams. These seniors have never lost to Madison. Stay tuned for the fearthevillage.com halftime show coming up. We'll get you scores from around North Central Ohio. We'll get you all the first half stats from both sides, both teams. And we'll get you the keys to a Lexington win and how they can finish this thing out here at home and uh, get in the Win column for the third time in conference play this year. This would put them right back in the middle of uh, the conference standings. Uh, we'll get you all that information here. Here's the Band of Gold and the Madison Rams marching band are both getting set to do their halftime stuff. Once again, it is 14-3, Lexington on top of Madison here at halftime on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen. Catch every highlight. A.K. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Bates Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands. View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off. Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. 
Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com.
Halftime here at Lexington High School, where the Minutemen currently hold a 14-3 lead over the Madison Rams. A good-looking first half for the Minutemen. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. FearTheVillage.com halftime show. And uh, kind of an odd statistical first half there because Madison had the ball only three times and dominated the time of possession. Uh, but Lexington has dominated the scoreboard. And Nick can give you a little more insight into that, Nick. Yeah, I mean, like, like Corey said, both teams are, I mean, on the stat book, pretty well balanced overall. Uh, Madison was 153 yards of total offense in that first half, and the Minutemen with 170 yards of total offense. But the, the big difference here, Lexington Minutemen have only ran 15 plays of offense, so they're averaging 11.3 yards per, per play. The Madison Rams have run 33 plays of offense, averaging 4.5 yards uh, per play. Uh, through the air, Madison 5 of 11, uh, 58 yards. Uh, the Minutemen 104 yards, 3 of 4. Uh, passing two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, on the ground, Madison, 95 yards rushing on 22 attempts. Uh, Lexington, 66 yards rushing on 11 attempts. Uh, penalties uh, pretty much even. Madison with two penalties, Lexington with four. And Lex does have the one turnover. But, yeah, the time of possession was, was fascinating. Madison dominated 16 minutes and 52 seconds of that first half uh, compared to the Lexington Minutemen five-minute eight seconds in the first half. So, I mean, very lopsided in the time of possession, but Lex still up 14-3 to three on the scoreboard. Uh, like I said, Cam Coon, uh, 5 of 11, he, he's got it, – it's a weird release. He kind of sidearms it, but he's, he's fitted in some some tough windows and he's, he's made some good plays down the field. Uh, for, for Lexington, Dylan Jameson, it, it, this is pretty good. One for one, 66 yards and a touchdown. He, he hit D.J. Johnson on the – Receiver screen off the right side, and DJ took it 66 yards down the field for his first career touchdown, and, and to top it off at senior night. Uh, AJ Young, two of three, 33 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, rushing totals for the Madison Rams. Zane Wynn, seven rushes for 49 yards. Noah Finley, six rushes for 18 yards. Hunter Hutchinson, seven carries for 16 yards, and Cam Coon with two carries for 12 yards. Uh, for the Minutemen, Hudson Moore, he, he's gotten most of the carries tonight with Carter Newman a little bit banged up on the sideline. Hudson, seven carries for 40 yards and 5.7-yard uh, average. Mason Green, three carries for 28 yards, almost averaging 10 yards a run. Uh, for the Rams on the receiving, uh, Grayson Saces, two receptions, 26 yards. Uh, Will Keppel, one reception for 13 yards. Noah Finley, one reception for 10 yards. And Tatum Turcotte, one reception for nine yards. And for the Minutemen, there's only two, two receivers that have caught a pass so far tonight. Uh, DJ Johnson, one reception, 66 yards, and a touchdown. And then Braden Fogle does it again, uh, two receptions for 38 yards, and he also caught the 33-yard touchdown uh, to pretty much open the second quarter. So, I mean, both teams, uh, I mean, at least if you're looking strictly at the numbers, both teams are, are pretty even. Madison just kind of... They just continue to stay ahead of the sticks, converting on third down, I believe. Let me see here. Madison did a great job. Yeah, they were 4-7 on third down in that first half. But the big improvement here is for Lexington, they were 3-4 on third down. So typically that's been kind of where Lexus struggled this year. They get caught behind the sticks, and then they have to convert third and longs. But they've done a great job to stay, kind of stay ahead of the sticks, and they've converted on third down 3-4. So, I mean, it's, it's been a pretty even first half, and – 
if Lex continues to own the line of scrimmage or, I mean, they've had a couple big plays where they've scored their touchdown. So as long as they can contain the edge and keep Madison in between the tackles, I think uh, Lex is going to get out of here with another OCC win. Thank you. Right, Nick. Thank you. Uh, when we come back, we will have scores from around North Central Ohio, and then we will get you set for second half action here at Lexington High School on senior night, where the Minutemen currently own a 14-3 lead in this OCC matchup against the Rams. And uh, we'll get you scores here in just a second on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Faden Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla, down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. 
Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. The Band of Gold is on the field performing their last uh, halftime performance here at home at Lexington, where the Minutemen right now lead Madison 14-3. Corey Durbin now being joined by Billy Park, who's got all of your scores from around North Central Ohio tonight in week nine of high school football action. Billy? On the Ohio Cardinal Conference, uh, Senior has extended their lead 14-0 over Mount Vernon. West Holmes is up 36-7 on New Philly. Ashland's 20-7 over Worcester. The Mid Ohio Athletic Conference, we have Galleon up 28 14 on Pleasant. Highland 35 7 on River Valley. Clear Fork continuing to beat Shelby here 34 6. Ontario is up 28 0 on Marion Harding. In the Northern 10, Colonel Crawford beating Mohawk 34 6. Carey up 12 7 on Upper Sandusky. Winford and Seneca East in a close one. Winford up by a point, 19-18. Bucyrus and Buckeye Central also in a close game. Bucyrus up 21-20. The Firelands Conference, Western Reserve, 21-6 against South Central. Macomb, 35-0 on Plymouth. And Mapleton, 38-14 over Monroeville. And the K-Mac, Danville is beating Mount Gilead, 19-0. Loudonville over East Knox, 28-0. Centerburg, is beating Northmore 35 to 6. Fredericktown over Cardington 23 to 12. And some other scores to keep an eye on around the league. Uh, Fort Loramie is up 20 to 14 on Lucas. 
We got Norwalk and Clyde at 14-14. Hillsdale is losing to Northwestern 14-0. And we have Perry Commodores 13-0 over Crestline. Thank you, Billy. And uh, no score being reported from Willard yet. I'm interested to see if the Crimson Flashes can get back on uh, their uh, high-flying loads of points, uh, crazy offensive uh, roll, as they were really shut down last week by Port Clinton. But we'll see if they can bounce back tonight against Oak Harbor. When we have a score, we will... Get you that one. And, again, if you want to check in on the senior high game, they are up 17 to nothing over Mount Vernon right now uh, at Arlen Field. You can check in on that one with Aiden Chandler on the call over on our sister station, GoTigers.com, uh, for all the Mansfield senior action. Here at Lexington, it is currently Lex 14 and Madison 3. We'll take one final timeout. We'll come back and get you the keys to the second half, and we'll get you second half action where Madison is set to receive the second half kickoff. Once again, it's Lex 14, Madison 3 on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen. Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off. Bates Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands. View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off. Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen. Visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla, down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. 
RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at CompleteAccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Less than a minute from second half action here at Lexington, where the Minutemen have a 14-3 lead over the Madison Rams. And both teams on the field stretching and getting warmed up. And, in fact, Lexington running over to the near sideline to get set to send their kickoff team onto the field as Madison will receive the second-half kickoff. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Nick, uh, with about 30 seconds to go until the second-half kickoff, what are the keys for Lexington to get out of here with this win? Well, I think, really, I mean, it's just going to be a matter of if they can – Stop Madison on these long drives. I mean, they've done a great job so far, only giving up the three points, had the big fourth down stop right before the half. But, I mean, Madison, they, they continue just to run the clock. And, I mean, if they, if Lex can keep them off the field and just let the offense do their thing, I mean, Lex's offense pretty much moved the ball at will, it seems like. They've done a great job on the ground. So if they can continue to run that ground, get that ground game going, and then hopefully – open up the play action a little bit, hit, hit them down the field a little bit more because, I mean, this secondary seems a little spotty from what we see. I mean, we've only thrown four passes so far tonight, but two of them have been touchdowns. But, 
I mean, if they can just control the clock and just handle the ball, don't turn the ball over. We can't have any turnovers. we got to continue to stay ahead of the sticks, and I mean, I think they'll be just fine. I mean, the offense has been running the ball, at least, that they've at will they've been able to get whatever they want and we've mentioned it a few times tonight these seniors have never lost to Madison and actually I should go back I think these seniors during their time on the Lexington football team have only actually I think they've only given up seven points to Madison is that including tonight I think uh, not including today not including tonight I think they've, they've shut them out twice I think uh, it was 43 to nothing three years ago, 42 to nothing two years ago, and last year I want to say it might have been 28 to 14, or maybe it was 28 to nothing. Last year is the one I'm struggling to remember for whatever reason. That was the big rainstorm, though, over at uh, over at Madison. I cannot remember the score of that game from for the life of me. But uh, we'll try to figure that out as we go throughout the night. But either way you look at it, Madison really has not scored against this uh, senior bunch from Lexington over their four years. It's been rough going for the Madison offense the last few years. That has changed some already here in year one for uh, Coach Scott Valentine, as most people knew that it would as he gets his system implemented. It seems like this Madison offense looks pretty comfortable running it. They just – they, haven't, they just haven't been able to get into the end zone. They've been in the red zone and down near the red zone a couple of times, and Lexington's defense has just buckled down. A.J. Young kicks it off to start the second half, and this one's going to hit at the two and bound through the end zone. So another touchback that A.J. Young can add to the long list of touchbacks he's kicked over his four-year career. As the Lexington kicker, he did kick as a freshman. And he's had a good one, good career for the minute, Ben. Missed a little bit of time last year where uh, then-freshman Will Perkins stepped in and did a very nice job. So even after A.J. leaves here, the Minutemen are going to be in good hands on special teams for the next few years still. Next year, though, they've got to get things figured out at the quarterback spot because not only do you lose A.J. Young, you lost Cole Pauley last year, then A.J. came in for one year and filled in, but... You also lose your backup, Dylan Jamison, who we've seen tonight. So really, nobody with a varsity snap at quarterback is going to start the year at quarterback next year. First and 10, Madison will take over to start the second half at their own 20, and the first play is going to be a handoff up the middle to Hunter Hutchison, and he will pick up two, second and eight coming up to start the half. And if the Minutemen can buckle down here, make a couple of adjustments on these second and longs and force third and longs, this could end up being a very long half for the Rams. Now, if Lex cannot dial it in and can uh, get some stops on third down here, this could be another long half of long Madison drives. We'll see what the men and men can do early here. A stop here and maybe even a score right off the bat would really put a damper on the uh, the Madison Rams. As they come out second and eight, they'll send a man in motion. And Kuhn back to pass, throws it up the middle of the field and right through the hands of Tatum Turcott down near the 50-yard line. He just overshot him. Turcott was there and he was open. Went right over his hands, though, and that will set up a third and eight. Clock stops. And that's not what Madison likes to see. Now, 
Obviously, with the deficit, they might want to try to save some clock. They're probably, I'm assuming, not going to want to have eight-and-a-half-minute drives here in the second half. But they certainly don't want to give Lex the ball with all kinds of time to work with here throughout the second half either. Third down, and on third down, D.J. Johnson is going to get flagged for a pass interference as he tipped the ball away. I do not know about that one. Oh, my goodness, they are going to call a pass interference on yeah. D.J. Johnson. It looked like he was there right on time and tipped the ball away. I'm not sure. At best, that was a bang-bang play. That was yeah. definitely not a clear-cut pass interference, but Madison will get the call on the first down. I thought that was a great play by D.J. They must have – they just said he arrived a little too early there and bumped into the back of the receiver before the ball got there, but I thought he did a great job to get there first and tip the ball. And the ball was thrown a little wide to the receiver too. It was almost like D.J. and the, the receiver there kind of came together. Not sure if that was Finley, who the intended receiver was, or if that was Zach Dodd. I'm not sure. So a first and 10. Madison out to their own 37 in the shotgun. Coon sends a man in motion. It's Hutchison. He'll take the give, and he'll go up the middle with it. Matt Dwyer was there to hang on to the back of him and drag him down after a gain of one and maybe two. They'll give him the 39-yard line, second and eight coming up again. It seems like Madison gets two yards, no more, no less, every time they have a first down. It's always second and eight. So now the Minutemen will have another chance to try to force a fourth down and a punt here. But you got to keep Madison back to a third and long here. Empty backfield for Kuhn this time. He'll send Finley in motion, though, and they will give it off the left side. Finley's going to run right into his own guy. Cam Boozer blew the play up, though, and forced Finley to run into Hutchison, and that is going to be a huge loss on second down, a loss of four, and that'll set up a third and 13, it looks like, maybe third and 12. Third and 12 and a half, we'll call it. And a big stop there. Cam Boozer, the sophomore, coming up to make that play. Under 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Lex up 14-3. It is third and 13 for the Rams at their own 35. Kuhn empty backfield, takes the snap, and he's almost sacked by Boozer. He gets out of there, though. He's going to run it up the far sideline and out of bounds. Well short of the first down. And we'll see where they mark him. They're only going to say he got three or four yards over there on the far sideline, so that'll set up about a fourth and nine, fourth and ten, right somewhere in there. Yeah, Cam Coon, he got out the pocket off that left side. He saw Hudson Moore flying down from that linebacker position. He's like, I better get out of bounds before I get laid out. So a fourth and ten, and Coon will step back now to punt this thing away. His first punt of the night was just straight up and straight down. It didn't go anywhere. He'll take the snap here on this one, and this one's a much better punt. It's going to be, well, the Minutemen are going to let it go, actually, and it's going to bounce and be downed at the 30-yard line. And that's where the Minutemen will take over with a big chance here to really blow this game wide open. West Holmes has really opened up a lead on New Philly at home tonight. 
So it looks like the Knights are going to stay undefeated. They'll move to 9-0. They lead New Philly 39-7. And Ashland has kind of been stuck right there at 20-7. The Arrows lead Worcester. Get you some more scores from around the area here in just a minute. A.J. Young will come out to run the offense here on the first drive of the third quarter. A.J. in the pistol, one wide to each side. He's going to take and give off the left side, Mason Green, 30, trying to get outside, and he can't. He's going to pick up maybe a yard, second and nine coming up. Uh, Highland has opened up their lead over River Valley. It's now 35-7. to seven. Clear Fork has a 22-point lead over Shelby right now, 34-12. to 12. Minutemen come out, second and nine at their own 30. A.J. Young in the single back pistol this time. Two wide receivers off to the right. He takes. He's going to fake a give to Mason Green and roll out and throw. Hudson Moore's got it. 30-35, lowers his shoulder, gets out near a first down, out to the 38, maybe the 39. He's going to be a yard short. That'll set up a third and one, and that's the play we saw last year a bunch of times with Hudson Moore. Little bootleg rollout. Hudson Moore coming out of that tight end slot, making the catch. And he gets eight there. That'll set up a third and a long one. Uh, Fort Loramie leads Lucas 20-14. to 14. I'm sure Coach Hammy's interested in that one, Fort Loramie grad. Third and one. Minutemen going to go with the two-back pistol this time. One wide receiver each way. They'll give Mason Green trying to bounce it outside. He's able to dance around, and he's going to be close, but I don't think he's going to get it. He's going to be, looks like maybe a half a yard, maybe a yard short. He's right around the line of scrimmage there. I'm not sure he got anything, actually. And now the Minutemen will have to make the tough decision to punt this ball away. But with a 14-3 lead and Madison really not doing a whole lot offensively, they're moving the ball, but they really haven't made a strong push towards the end zone tonight. And the Minutemen will just try to live with it and play some defense here as A.J. Young will come on to punt. He's going to stand back at his own 22. A.J.'s first punt of the night coming in the third quarter. Oh, and Wigton. Back to return for the Rams. He's standing at his own 33. Now he backs way up. See if A.J. can get a nice punt away here. He's had some great spiraling high, long punts this year. They need one right now. It's a good snap, and A.J. gets this one away, and it is a pretty good one. Wigton makes a fair catch call back at his own 23, and that's where Madison will take over. So not a bad punt for A.J., especially on a cold night. And that'll end up being a thirty-nine yard punt. I don't know why I was reading the wrong number there. I kept seeing the number twenty-three and I'm like, that was not a twenty-three <laughs> yard punt. It's a thirty-nine yard punt for AJ. And I'll actually spot the ball right at about the twenty-five yard line of the Madison Rams, they'll send three off to the left to start this drive, and Wigden will come off to the right by himself. Kuhn in the shotgun with Wynn on his right hip. They'll send a man in motion, and they will give to Wynn up the middle, and he is hit hard right at the 25, and in there on the hit was Briar Miller. No surprise there. He's in on just about every play for the Minuteman defense. He's just got a nose for the ball. 
6.40 to go, third quarter, Minutemen up 14-3. Just haven't been able to put that final death blow onto this game yet, though. Seems like tonight, though, for the most part around the area, might be a night of shutouts. We've got a ton of shutouts tonight. Continue to give you scores throughout, uh, throughout the night. Second and ten, three off to the left, one to the right. Kuhn takes the snap. He'll give. Again, win off the left side this time. Gets it all the way out to the far sideline, and he's hit out of bounds. And we'll see how many they give him. It looks like they might give him about six, and it'll set up a third and four. Another big third down for this Minuteman defense, and they forced a punt on the first drive. Madison had as they came out of halftime, and now this is the second drive of the half for the Rams, and we'll see if the Minuteman can... Uh, Minutemen can force another punt. Well, it was weird on that run there from Wynn. He had the sideline, and instead of just cutting up, he looked like he had some more grass if he would just cut up the field, but he just beelined right towards the sideline and just went right out of bounds. Well, he took a shot in the first half, too, and came limping off, so I almost wonder maybe if he's just trying to avoid any further injury. Two wide to each side on third and four. Coon's going to throw, and it's caught and dropped. And although the receiver was open, that was Eli Lewis. Cam Crago was actually there and made that a very tough attempt by Lewis to catch that ball. He kind of had to go down to a, a dive, and Lewis couldn't come up with it. But Crago was there to make that a little bit tougher than it had to be. And it's fourth down and four, and Madison going to go for it. Coon in the shotgun, two wide to each side. And we'll see maybe if he drops back here and punts it away. I mean, I can't imagine Madison in a close game like this wants to give Alex the ball right here. And Kuhn will drop back and punt this thing away. But the Minutemen are in there. They almost block it. An end-over-end punt. This is going to bounce and roll. And it's going to bounce down to the 39-yard line. So great field position here for the Minutemen to take over. They almost blocked that punt. Willard, it looks like they're stalling again this week. Offensively, they're down 28-7 to Oak Harbor. Man, the first six weeks, though, of the season, that Willard offense was something to watch. Crimson Flashes, though, should make the playoffs. One wide to the right, two to the left. Start of the drive here for the Minutemen at the 39. A.J. Young takes, and he's going to throw on first down. Down the far sideline. Fogle, and the defense was all over him. Finley, there's flags all over the place, and that's going to be a pass interference. And another pass interference drawn this year by Braden Fogle. That's got to be up close to double digits this year. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> He may have more pass interference calls thrown uh, than touchdowns received, which is insane because as a freshman, he's got to be close to the wide receiver record if he doesn't have it already. I'm going to have to get a hold of uh, Coach Saris on that one and check in on that because I think Fogle now has seven receiving touchdowns this year. But I'll bet he's drawn ten pass interference calls. Fortunately, they don't keep that stat. Maybe the, the football team might, but not officially. First and 10 on first down. They'll give Hudson Moore off the left side. He's across the 45 and down to the 40 on the Madison side of the field, and that'll be a gain of about six on first down. Second and a long four coming up for the Minutemen. 
And you got to have a feeling here, the way the Minuteman defense is playing tonight, if they can score a touchdown here, this one might be in the books. Madison just doesn't have that quick scoring ability. They don't have big play ability. Second and five, A.J. Young in the pistol takes the snap. They will give again to Hudson Moore. He's going to take this one right up the middle and bounce through a bunch of tacklers, and he's going to get out to a first down, I believe, out to the 35, a gain of six for Hudson. He hasn't been able to find that big crease yet, but he's just kind of gotten five or six at a time right up the middle. Hudson now with eight carries, 46 yards. He's averaging about six yards a carry, so... Just like I said, he's just kind of going right up the middle into contact, but no big holes have opened up for him tonight. Yet, first and 10 at the 35, one wide receiver will go off to each side for A.J. Young in the pistol again. He takes. He's going to fake a give this time. He's going to look down the middle of the field. He's got Fogel down near the end zone, and it's tipped away by Finley. A good play on defense there by Noah Finley. And now we've got a flag after the play, and I think this might be... This, well, either this is going to be offsetting or maybe on Braden Fogle. Would not be surprised if this is offsetting penalties on Finley and Fogle. But we shall see. So they are actually just going to call it on Noah Finley. He made the pass break up, a great play, but then got into the face of Braden Fogle. Which is interesting to me because Fogel had him beat. The ball is kind of slightly underthrown there from A.J. Fogel had a big step on him. <laughs> but the Minutemen will take it, and they'll move down to the Madison 20. And it's just outside the 20, but it's kind of the nose of the football is on the 20, so we'll call it the red zone. Minutemen in there again. And we'll see if they can get that third touchdown tonight and really open this game up. One wide receiver each way for A.J. Young, who's in the pistol. Mason Green behind him. Hudson Moore on his left hip. They'll take. And A.J.'s going to fake a give and roll right. He's going to throw down towards the 10-yard line. Joey Caudell was over there. Over his head, incomplete, and Caudell comes up grabbing his the back of his knee. And Caudell's missed a couple of games this year as well. Don't need him getting banged up. The freshman has had a great season, really on the defensive side of the ball. But in the second half of the year, he's come on to make some plays on the offensive side of the ball for the Minutemen. Second and 10 coming up from the 20 now. They'll send Wyndham, Crago, and Fagan off to the right. Fogel by himself off to the left. Hudson Moore in the shotgun this time with A.J. Young. A.J. takes... He's going to throw it out into the flat. Jamarian Fagan catches 20, 15, stiff arm over to the far sideline. And he'll get six or seven. And a good play there on second down to force a third and short. Man, that's only about the second time we've seen that little quick hitter receiver screen. The first time to DJ for the touchdown. And then just now to Jamarian. They had a lot of success last week in that second half against New Philly with the quick yeah. game. And I would imagine that's probably why they haven't run it up to this point. I think Madison was probably coming in tonight expecting it because it did work so well last week, and the Minutemen went to it so often against New Philly. Probably didn't want to come out right away and show it tonight. Third and three from the 13. Minutemen back into the pistol. A.J. Young with Mason Green behind him. Hudson Moore on his left hip. 
They will give Mason Green off the left side, and the Rams were in there for that one, and they tackle him for a loss of two. So Mason Green will lose a couple on that one back towards the 15, and it'll set up a fourth down. And from this range, that means we're probably going to get an A.J. Young field goal attempt, although it looks like the Minutemen might go for it here as they don't send on the field goal unit. And they could try to draw Madison off sides as well. The fourth and four, a five-yard penalty gives them the first down. So, yep, fourth and four from the 14-yard line. A.J. Young's going to go into the pistol again. Fogel off to the right. Crago off to the left. A.J. And Madison jumped, and we might actually oh, – we're going to have a false start. And every single minute, man, when they heard the whistle, got up clapping, thinking that it was going to be on Madison. I'm not sure a single person in the stadium agreed with that call, but they'll say Lexington jumped and forced that encroachment on the Rams. So that'll be on Lexington. It'll be a loss of five, and that'll put them back towards the 20. And now A.J. Young will come on to attempt this field goal, and they'll put it down at about the 26. So this will be a 36-yarder for A.J. Young right in the middle of the field. This is right in his range. And he's been practicing these for four years. See if he can put this one through on senior night. Dylan Jamison will hold. 36-yard attempt. Snap is a good one. The hold is a good one. The kick is up, and it's a little short, and it doinks off the right upright. No good. A.J. just pushed it just a little to the right. That thing, he kicked it right from the middle of the field, so he had to push it just a little there. Definitely had the distance. That thing hit about halfway up the upright, but, man, the... <laughs> The field goal post is still wobbling. That thing hit it square on. That was a pretty hard impact there by the, the ball in the, the upright. So, unfortunately, the Minutemen still cannot pull away. And they're leaving that door just ever so slightly cracked for the Rams. Madison will take over at their own 19-yard line. Actually, they're going to put this down at the 20, I believe, because of the missed field goal. <laughs> so here we go Madison football they'll go left to right as we see it and they're still in this thing it's 14 to 3 Lex 250 to go in the third quarter Kuhn in the shotgun with a win on his right hip but he'll send Finley in motion and give it to him off the right side and the minute men are going to blow it up and this is going to be a loss of at least one Briar Miller was in there but Joey Caudell came off that left side there or I should say off the right side for the Rams and now we've got a flag after the play Another one, and this is going to be on Madison again, I think. Well, I saw the ref pointing both ways this time, so maybe this time it'll be offsetting. Man, things, see. things are getting a little chippy down there. Both sides kind of jawing back and forth. I see Captain Hudson Moore talking to his guys like, hey, keep our heads. I mean, we're still winning this ball game, so can't afford any silly mistakes that lead to 15-yard penalties. I don't know if anybody knows about comebacks this year. It's the Minutemen. They've lost a couple of games on some comebacks, and they've won a couple of games on comebacks. And they almost had a comeback win last week. I mean, it just seems like – Oh, yeah, that's Noah Finley's second. Oh, my second. goodness. So they're going to call this on Noah Finley again, his second unsportsmanlike conduct here in the third quarter, and he's out of the game. 
So Noah Finley has been ejected, and that's huge because he's such a big part of what they do on offense. And now on defense, that just sets Braden Fogle yep. up for he should get the very next target that the Minutemen put in the air. Man. So I was wrong on both of those unsportsmanlike. <laughs> they were both on Madison. I figured that's high school, you know. The referees love to call that offsetting unsportsmanlike both ways. Not tonight. So that'll push Madison back inside their own nine or inside their own ten, right at about the nine and a half yard line. And now it's decision time for the Minuteman defense. Do you pin your ears back? I mean, I would probably. Now the uh, both teams were lined up, but the referee is going to say that should think be should one be. of the Minuteman or one of the uh, uh, Madison Rams linemen, I think, needs to cover up his knee there. His knee pad came up a little too high. Should it be first down still, or is it? I'm not oh, sure. They're saying second. I was after the play, oh, so I think okay. the play stood. So second down and 21. Kuhn takes the snap. He's looking left, throws left, and how was that not picked off? It went right through two. Minuteman defenders, and it was caught out in the flat, and that was Chris Adkins-Tolbert, and he'll take it for a nice gain on second and 21. He's going to pick up about 14, maybe 15. That'll set up a third and five, but how in the world? Joey Caudell just must not have seen that ball coming. <laughs> yeah. And right through his hands. I mean, that, that could have, at least from our angle, that looked like it could have been a pick six easy. And there was another Minuteman defender out there. Might have been Jamarian Fagan, and it just went right between them, and there, there was the receiver. So a big third down and five here. Madison made it manageable. And Kuhn in the shotgun takes the snap, flings it out, and he hits his man, but the Minutemen are going to wrap him up, and that's going to be a loss of a yard. And that time it was Atkins-Tolbert again, the sophomore. And now... With 50 seconds, that's 5-0 to go here in the third quarter. Now Madison has an even tougher decision to make. I mean, you got to think they've got to punt this because if they turn the ball over on downs here, the Minutemen are going to have the ball right at about their own 25 or at the uh, Madison 25. So we'll see. And Kuhn is going to back up into a punt formation here. DJ Johnson will quickly scurry back and try to return this for the Minutemen. Kuhn takes it, gets it out of there. It's a short, wobbly punt. It's going to bounce at the 50. It'll take a Madison roll down to the 42. And the Minutemen will take over with just outstanding field position. And with 19 seconds left in the third quarter, the Minutemen, they've had chances all night to put this game away, and now they've got another one, and they need to do it while they still have the chance because if Madison does make a big play, they'll be right back in this thing. Lex just needs to put it away while they can. So the Minutemen offense comes out this time. Dylan Jamison will get the reins. He's going to come out in the single back pistol. Minutemen will have two wide to the left and one to the right. From the 42, first and 10, Cooper Dreibelbiss at the tight end position will go in motion. They will give off the right side. Hudson Moore cuts it back. He's to the 50. Now near side. He's got plenty of room. 40. Stiff arm down to the 35 on the Madison side of the field. Hudson Moore calling for a face mask, and he better be careful or he's going to get a flag here as he kind of flipped the ball to the ref and was really calling for a face mask penalty. Referee, though, I think 
He was just kind of behind the play and didn't have an angle on it. Yeah. Hudson is convinced he was <laughs> pulled <upset>. down. <laughs> yeah. He knows he was pulled down by his face mask, according to him. Either way, a big play there for Hudson Moore. And a gain of 23 on that last one. Down to the Madison 35, and that is how the third quarter will end. So Lex in good position here, but they've got to score on this drive and put this game away. 14-3, Lex on top. And we'll be right back for the start of the fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Just about set to start the fourth quarter here at Lexington on senior night where the Minutemen have a 14-3 lead. And Nick has some updated stats here in just a second for this Lex offense as they're out and ready to play already. Two wide to the right, Dylan Jamison and the pistol. First and 10, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to have to unload it, and he does, and it's short as he was hit as he threw. And down towards Braden Fogle at the 10. The ball was underthrown, and incomplete second and 10 coming up. Yeah, and just uh, updated stats here on Hudson Moore rushing the ball. He's got 10, 10 rushes for 74 yards, so pretty good night on, on his way to 100 yards rushing in his first game back from injury. So uh, welcome back, Hudson Moore. And he's played pretty well on defense as well. So nice to have him back for sure. They'll definitely need him next week if they want to have a chance to win at Ashland. Nice to have Matt Dwyer back tonight as well. Jamison, second and ten, and the pistol. Too wide to the right. He takes the snap. He will give off the right side. Hudson Moore's going to plow his way down to the 30 for a gain of five, and that'll set up third and five. I feel like the Minutemen have been at Third and five, third and four all night so far. So, I mean, this is a big conversion here because you're obviously you're outside of field goal range, but, I mean, you, you got to put away, put these Rams away. So, it's a big conversion coming up. So, a third, we'll call it third and six at the 31-yard line down in Madison Territory. Minutemen trying to get this lead over that 11-point hump. Two to the left for Jamison in the pistol. He takes the snap. He's going to fake a give and roll left. He's going to throw left. He's got Hudson Moore. Hudson Moore gets out to the far sideline and gets the first down. Minutemen needed six. They got about eight, and they're across the Madison 25, down to about the Madison 24-yard line, and it's first and ten. Senior high leads Mount Vernon 21 to nothing. Earlier we said... It was 17 to nothing. Of course, that was a typo. It's actually 21 to nothing now. Senior high on top of Mount Vernon. First and 10 minute men at the Madison 24. Jamison back into that pistol. He's got one wide receiver each way. Hudson Moore is the tailback. And Dreibelbus 
is going to be the man on the right hip of Jamison. Jamison takes the snap. He's going to launch it near sideline down to Fogel in the corner of the end zone. And Fogel does it again. 24 yards, corner of the end zone. Fogel went up and got it. Minutemen up 20 to 3. What a ball there from Dylan Jamison. I mean, he's loaded it up and just threw it right. I mean, that was all the way across the field from the left hash all the way to that back right right corner of the end zone, and Fogel goes up one-on-one -on -one coverage and brings it home. So Jamison with his second touchdown passing tonight on senior night, a special night for him. Very happy for him. A.J. Young, the other senior quarterback, also the kicker, comes on to attempt the extra point, but of course all of you at home know all this. A.J. Jamison will hold. Snap is a good one. Hold is a good one, and the kick is up, and the extra point is good. 10.30 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen with a 21-3 lead. And now a stop here on defense will pretty much put the game away. We'll see if they can get that when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington Football, fearthevillage.com. 21-3 now. Lex has opened it up here on senior night. Looking for their third conference win of the season. This would put them back at the... 3-3 three and three mark in the conference, so back to 500 in the OCC. And with Worcester losing to Ashland tonight, if that stands, then Lex would be right smack dab in the middle of the OCC standings. They'd be fourth place, I believe, or fifth out of eight teams. Right there in the middle with Ashland, who they're going to take on next week in week 10 over at Ashland, and the Minutemen were huddled up, and they came out of the huddle just all of a sudden, and A.J. Young tried to kick a little onside squib kick down the middle of the field, but Madison was ready for it. They were not fooled by that one. I was, though. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention yet. <laughs> A.J. Young had the kickoff team huddled up down here at the 40, and then all of a sudden he just said, let's go, and they all just came running out, and he kicked it. I don't think I've ever seen that before, to be honest with you. And now Madison, though, will take over with pretty good field position because of that. They'll take over at their own 43. Yeah, I guess they figured they got some points to play with, so might as well go for it. Speaking of points, West Holmes now up to 46 tonight at home over New Philly, 46-7. to So West Holmes will stay unbeaten. Empty backfield for Kuhn on first down. He's going to throw it on first down, and he overshoots his man. That was a win. Zane Wynn, the 5'11 senior, could not catch up to that one as Kuhn just put a ton of air under that one and launched it down the field incomplete. Well, now here, here are where things get dicey for the Madison Rams. I mean, Kuhn obviously could throw the ball a little bit, but, I mean, down three scores with ten minutes to go, it's going to be a tough, tough task for him to get some points on the board here. 
Empty backfield again, second and 10. Kuhn back to pass. He's throwing near side to win, and it's through his hands again. And now this is where it gets dangerous for Madison because if they either have to punt here or if they throw a pick or turn it over on downs, the Minutemen are going to be really licking their chops trying to score again. And the Minuteman playbook at this point should be wide open to get a fourth touchdown and be done with this one. So if they can get the ball back here, I would not uh, expect anything less than a quick score. Madison breaks the huddle. Third and 10, they'll go empty backfield again. Kuhn in the shotgun at the 42-yard line. He takes the snap. He's back. Pump fakes right. Now throws down the far sideline, and it is broken up by Joey Caudell. Great defense by the freshman. And they're going to throw a flag in way late. I mean, that thing came in five seconds late. And Hudson Moore is in disbelief as he just kind of <laughs> bent his knees and grabbed his head there. So the referee on the sideline called that. Actually, the ref with the best angle right down near the play said it was clean and marked it incomplete. Wow. I thought it was a good play by Caudell. He didn't get his head turned around to see the ball, but, but he also didn't make contact yeah. with the receiver, so that should have been should have been a legal play. I think that might be the second or third pass interference on, on the Minutemen tonight so far in pretty crucial moments. I mean, now you get Madison the ball. Uh, I believe it will be on the 42-yard line with – 10 minutes still to go. I mean, they can make some plays. So, Madison now in uh, Lexington territory down near the 40-yard line with 10-12 to go in the fourth quarter. 21-3, Lex on top. Kuhn takes the snap. He's going to look left and throw left, and it's right in and out of the hands of Owen Wigton. And had that thing just kind of popped into the air instead of dropping to the ground, I think Fagan was going to run under that and pick it off. But instead, he got a little unlucky there. Second and ten coming up for the Rams at the Lex 41. Now, when they marked this down on first down, it was way more towards the 40-yard line. This time, they laid it all the way back on the 41. Second and 10. Kuhn in the shotgun takes the snap. He's back, looking near side. Wigton this time catches down over the 30, and he's got the first down. Down at the 29, Jamarian Fagan on the tackle. But Madison again with a first down. Man, they're just trying to stay in this ball game, but they've got to pick up the pace. And like we were talking a little bit ago, Nick, Madison is built to move the ball down the field slowly and take up clock, which has got to be frustrating for defenses. But when they get down like this, they're really not built to hit big plays. And really, they have no sense of urgency here either. First and 10, Kuhn from the Lex 29 in the shotgun. Three wide to the right, takes the snap. He's going to launch it down the far sideline, way over the head of the defense, but somehow still on target of uh, Tatum Turcott. I thought that thing was going to fly out of bounds, and Turcott just kind of kept running and dove backwards, and it actually hit him in the hands as he was diving backwards, but I think Nineschwander being down there kind of threw him off. Well, I'm kind of shocked that Nineschwander didn't get the pass interference call. If they're going to be consistent, they would have thrown it again because 
again, didn't really turn on the, to make a play on the ball, but put his hands up and didn't make any contact. So that might have been why there was no call. Well, on that time, too, he didn't even touch the ball either. Yeah. That first play with Caudell, at least you could argue maybe if he did make any contact, he didn't turn around and he hit the ball away. That time it just flew over Connor and Lex will take a timeout here. 9.29 to go in the fourth quarter. The Minutemen are on top 21 to 3, and we'll take a quick timeout with them. Madison will have it second and 10 at the Lex 29 when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. This is Lexington Minuteman Hudson Moore, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. And speaking of Hudson Moore, glad to have him back tonight. He's made some plays on the ground on offense. He's made a couple of nice hits on defense, too. Well, I'll be up tonight checking uh, probably around midnight. Joe Idle will be updated, and we'll have a very much more clear playoff picture around the state of Ohio after tonight. As we'll only have one week left in high school football in the regular season. Second and 10 out of the timeout. Kuhn takes the snap. He's going to fling it left side this time and win. Didn't get his head turned around. And the ball was flying by him before he ever even knew it was coming. He was running a little wheel route there. It looked like down the near sideline and didn't turn around quick enough to see the ball coming. And incomplete third and 10. Madison at the Lex 29. Clear Fork has really opened up a lead at home against Shelby. It is 47-12. Ontario shutting out Marion Harding, 35-0. So Ontario trying to get back above 500. As they are 4-4. Four four. Third and 10. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Kuhn takes the shotgun snap, and he's going to throw it out to the right side this time over the head of Chris Adkins-Tolbert. And that means it is fourth and ten. So here we go, fourth and ten. This could be the ball game. From the Lex 29, Kuhn in the shotgun with four wide. Minutemen showing blitz here as Boozer gets right up on the line off the right side. And now Kuhn looking over for maybe a new play call. They're going to have to take a timeout here as there was some confusion by the Minutemen. And we'll take another one with them. It is 21-3, Lex on top here on senior night with 9.22 to go, and they're looking for a big stop when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, FairlyVillage.com. Out of the timeout, Madison's going to have it fourth down. And the shotgun, Kuhn will have three wide to the right, one to the left, fourth and ten, and everybody from Addison jumped on that one. Every single player moved before the ball was snapped. That was an easy call. That'll be a false start and a five-yard penalty. Fourth and 15 now. That'll back him up to the 34. So no time came off the clock there. As the play never started. Still 9.22 to go in the ballgame. 21-3, Lexington on top. Madison has it fourth and 15 at the Lex 34. And this play right here is probably the ball game. Kuhn in the shotgun. Takes the snap. He's looking right and throwing right. And actually, it's going to end up being a pass down the middle of the field by the time it's all said and done. But it was dropped by Will Keppel down at the 20, and he's down. I think he might have fallen on the ball. And Keppel gets up slowly. He will walk to the sideline. And a turnover on downs. Minutemen will have it with 9.18 to go, and I think uh, Coach Saris is probably going to want to try to score one more time here at least. Not at all in a bad sportsmanship type of way, but the Minutemen have got to uh, finish this game strong. they got to let the seniors play a little bit, and they've got to roll into next week with all the momentum they can possibly get because that game at Worcester, or excuse me, at Ashland is going to be a huge one next week. Ashland is... Ashland is Ashland. Yeah. They're all they're always solid. So the Minutemen, they they can go in there and get a win, but it's going to be a tough one next week. Got to have some momentum. On first down, they'll fling it out into the left flat to Jamarian Fagg, and he catches, but he's going to lose four yards. A good play there by Michael Thomas. And a good open field tackle there as Fagan really didn't have any time or room to run. So second and 14 now as Jamison back out there leading things for the Minutemen on offense. Fagan will uh, come to the sideline after that one. Minutemen will break the huddle with Craigo off to the left, uh, Braden Fogle off to the right, Jamison in the loaded pistol this time. He's got uh, Green behind him, Drivelbiss on his right hip, and it's second and 14. Jamison. Well, maybe the Minutemen aren't going to be in a hurry to score here. clock roll. Yeah, they're letting the play <laughs> clock roll all the way down. Jamison takes the snap. They'll give. No, they won't. Now he'll pitch it out. Mason Green's got it. He's to the 40. He's to the 45 with a first down out near midfield now. What a play by Jamison. He got me on that one yeah. as he faked the give to Dreibelbiss and then optioned it out to Mason Green for a nice carry and a first down minute man right at midfield with 8.15 to go. Yeah, I saw. I thought Dreibelbiss had the ball right up the middle, and I thought, he, well, he had a pretty good gain of four or five yards, and then see the option pitch. Out well, that, to Mason Green. That one fooled me, too, yeah. because Dreibelbiss hasn't carried the ball tonight, and I figured maybe they were giving him a carry here late in the game. and They kept it and gave it to Mason Green instead. One wide each way. Loaded pistol again for Dylan Jamison. 
First and 10 at the 50-yard line. He's going to have Dreibelbiss on his left hip. He'll have Mason Green right behind him. They'll motion Joey Caudell from right to left at the tight end spot. Dreibelbiss also switches from the left hip to the right hip of Jamison. They'll take the snap. This time he'll keep it again. Jamison up the middle, and he's going to pick up two or three. And they'll give him three down to the Madison 47-yard line. Second and seven coming up with 7.25 to go in the ball game. Lex up 21-3 with the ball on the Madison side of the field. West Holmes continuing to score here. It is fourth quarter now out at Knight Stadium, and it's 60-7. West Holmes up on New Philly. Say what you want about Lexington a couple weeks ago against West Holmes. They hung in there for quite a while, and they put up a pretty good fight. It certainly was not 60-7. Second and seven, Jamison with one wide each way, and the pistol again from the Madison 47, takes the snap. They'll give Dreibelbiss this time, trying to find room. Now bounces it out to the left side and gets out near a first down as he went right and kind of cut it back to the left, down near the 40s, a half a yard short of a first down. So a gain of about six there for Dreibelbiss, his first carry of the night. 6.30 to go now in the ballgame. Minutemen just continuing to run 35 seconds at a time off this clock, and they still might be able to score here if they can bust one of these. That's just the worst feeling if you're on defense right now. You're down three scores, and Minutemen just eating up all this clock and continuing to move the ball. Wyndham and Crago off to the left, Fogel off to the right. Jamison going to be in the single back pistol this time with Mason Green, third and a half a yard from the 41. And we've got a false start as Braden Fogel jumped. And that's going to back the Minutemen up five yards. It'll be third and five and a half. And I'll back this one up to about the right between the 45 and 46 yard line on the Madison side of the field. 5.58 to go in the ballgame. So we'll call it third and six. Clock will run, though, so the one good thing about that penalty is you can take 25 more seconds off the clock if you're the Minutemen. And I've always wondered in high school football why that is the case because right now Lex could just take 10 false starts <laughs> or delays of game and just run the clock out. They have no reason to even run a play, technically speaking. Three wide. Jamison's going to throw here on third down. He rolls to the right and throws it short of Jackson Wyndham and incomplete. So that will stop the clock with 5.31 to go. And we've got a flag coming in, and it's going to be on Madison, I believe, again. At least that's what Lexington is indicating. Jeez. As some of the linemen now getting into it. Aiden Nickel was down there. He just put his hand straight up in the air and said, it was not it me. me, and he walked probably a good 20 yards with his hands in the air just saying, I didn't do anything. If this is on Madison, that's huge because it'll give Lex a free first down. Personal foul on Madison. <laughs> that's going to be a 15-yarder, and that would have been fourth down for Lex. Instead, now they get a free first down, and they get 15 yards, which makes it all that much easier to score now if you're the Minutemen. Now they're going to be a little hungrier, I think, to try to get this, maybe open up a lane and get into the end zone. They've got it now down to the Madison 28-yard line. Well, now is that what, Madison's third or fourth unsportsmanlike after the whistle? I think that's whistle? their fourth <laughs> one, I believe. 
crazy. Noah Finley was ejected. He got two in the third quarter alone. Yeah, that's the first ejection we've seen this year. So a first and ten minute men. Play clock isn't rolling here yet. They'll send Fogle out to the right. Crago off to the left. Dreibelbus the tight end on the left side. They'll have Mason Green right behind Dylan Jamison, who's going to be in the pistol on first and 10 from the Madison 28-yard line. Jamison takes. He'll give off the left side. Green dancing around now up the middle. He's got room. Cuts it back near side. 10-5. Touchdown. Mason Green on senior night. Runs it in from 28 yards out. Great cutback there by Mason. And we've seen some special runs out of him over the last three years. Didn't play much as a freshman, but uh, he's made some plays. And it's good to go out with one on top. In fact, I think well, Mason Green's only a junior. I, it, didn't, he, didn't he have uh, – maybe that was when he was a freshman. I don't know why I'm thinking Mason's a senior. Maybe that was when he was a freshman. He had that screen play that yeah. was about 60 yards right here at yeah, Lex no, against Madison. That. So he's uh, scored some points against the Rams over the course of his career, and uh, I don't want to cut him a year short. He's still got one more year. So Dylan Jamison will hold, and A.J. Young will punch through his fourth extra point of the night, and he'll make it 28-3 Lex. With 5.22 to go in the ballgame, take a quick break on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. 5.22 to go in the ball game, and we're talking during the timeout there. I think it was actually – so I'm getting all the greens mixed up, I guess. Mason, I think, had that diving, crazy Superman touchdown last year against Clear Fork. But Corbin, I think, had that screenplay touchdown against Madison two years ago. It's amazing. <laughs> all, the, all these years running together. And uh, I'm not getting any younger anytime soon. So it's all just running together in my mind. It seems like it was just week one of 2018, just yesterday. The first week we were up here four years ago. It just... Gone so fast. I can't believe we're through another year already almost. Covering the Minutemen. A.J. Young kicks it off. It's a deep one down to the two. It'll be taken, and they'll try a little trickery here. As Madison wins, going to have it, 30, 35. He's got A.J. Young to beat. Cuts it back at the 50, and A.J. Young's going to get him at the Lex 46. As Win faked a little pitch there. They tried a little trickery, and it worked as Win. He faked a pitch backwards, and then that opened up the entire right side of the field. And he'll return it across the 50 out to the Lex 46. 
Ashland, their, uh, the Arrows' lead is now down to five over at Worcester. It's 26-21, so it'll be an interesting one to see uh, play out here in the next few minutes. It is Mansfield Senior 35, Mount Vernon nothing. Lex still has some work to do here. They can keep the Rams out of the end zone tonight. That would be an accomplishment. Kuhn in the shotgun with four wide. He'll take the snap, and he's back to pass. Out to the near flat, just over the head of the defender there, and it's caught and taken out to the 41. And again on the reception there, that was Chris Adkins-Tolbert, but for the Minutemen, Gage Powell got in there and almost got a hand on that thing. I feel like all these swing passes, they're super close to being picked off every time they throw them. Gain of four there on first down. It'll set up second and six at the 41. The Rams have to get to the 35. Kuhn in the shotgun again, three wide to the right, one to the left. Win on his left hip, second and six. Kuhn's got it. He's going to throw, middle of the field. Got his man. It was bobbled but caught. And down to the 25 for the Rams. Yet again, it's Will Keppel. He's been targeted sporadically throughout the night, but he's made a couple of plays, and this is the second time in a row he's getting up slow on the play. But he'll walk it off after he got the first down. So, Rams down to the uh, Lexington 25, first and 10. 4.08 to go in the ballgame. Clock is rolling. Lexington up 28-3. Kuhn in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left. He's on the left hash, takes the snap. He's going to roll now to the right, and he's going to be chased down and grabbed from behind, and... He got it out of there, but it was incomplete. And he didn't get much uh, muscle behind that one as Bryce Barber was pulling him down as he got rid of it. That'll set up a second and ten. Three forty-eight to go now with the incomplete pass. The clock will stop. Coon breaks the huddle. He's got Wynn on his right hip and four wide. Second and 10 from the Lex 25. Coon waits the snap and takes, and he's going to look right, throws into the flat. That one's almost picked off and right through the hands of the defender, and that was Max Montgomery, and he almost had a pick six. Instead, it's going to be Chris Atkins-Tolbert taking it 25 yards for the touchdown, and I am telling you what, Max Montgomery – the freshman is going to want that one back. It went right through his hands, and he would have had nothing but daylight ahead of him. Instead, though, Madison scores a touchdown for the first time tonight and makes it 28-9. From the looks of it, from, from my vantage point, I thought he picked it off. I thought he was about to take off the other way. Travis Jamison will attempt the extra point, and he puts it right through on a good snap and a good hold. 28 to 10 now, and no doubt Madison will attempt an onside kick here. 3.40 to go in the ballgame, and now Lex just has to recover this one, and that should be the ballgame. They'll be able to run the clock out, hopefully. If Madison can't get this one, I don't see them making a comeback here. It goes final at Worcester. Ashland gets out of there with a win, 26 to 21. So 
Ashland going to have a little momentum going into week 10 and hosting Lexington next week. Clear Fork has really just opened it up down at home in the uh, Valley. They are whopping Shelby 54 to 19. Galleon over Pleasant 42 to 14. Ontario blowing out Marion Harding 38 to 6. It's a final at West Holmes. They beat New Philly 60 to 7. 340 to go in the ball game here. Lexington on top 28 to 10 on senior night. Over the Madison Rams. Mansfield senior leads Mount Vernon 35 nothing. Madison will line up here, and they'll probably try to onside kick this. I'm not sure why they wouldn't. Maybe. <laughs> if they ever break the huddle, I'm not sure what they're waiting on here. Oh, they're waiting and on now the they get a whistle. I'm not sure what the referees were waiting on. <laughs> Madison will break the huddle. And if they do try to onside kick this thing, I think it's just going to be a little squib kick. I'm not sure they're going to do a traditional onside kick here. As Jamison runs up, and he will squib it down the middle of the field. Ball is loose. It's going to be picked up by Barber, <laughs> and he's going to be tackled at the 42. Looked like if he could have gotten out of that first tackle, he might add room to run there. So the Minutemen will come out and take over with 3.37 to go in the ballgame. A.J. Young will come on to finish this one out. And he'll be in the pistol. Dribblebiss motions right to left. A.J. takes the snap. They will give Hudson Moore off the left side, looking for room. He's going to get over the 50, and he'll get out to the Madison 49, a gain of eight on first down. So getting the senior a few extra carries here. Hopefully get him over that century mark for the day. With that run, he should be only about 12 yards short. Now 14 yards short. He's got 86 yards on 12 carries so far tonight. I'd imagine he'll get a couple more carries here as the Minutemen break the huddle. A.J. Young in the pistol. Under three minutes to go now in the ballgame. He's got Fogle off to the right, two wide receivers off to the left. A.J. on second and two. He takes the snap. He gives right side. Hudson Moore now cuts it back up the middle, and he's going to get maybe a yard and a half. He's still going to be short of the first down, though, just barely. That'll set up a third and one. So third and one for the Minutemen. A.J. Young going to be in the pistol. 
Sends three wide receivers out. Hudson Moore behind him. Takes the snap. Third and one. Hudson Moore is going to get blown up right up the middle there by Hutchison. Jeez, you don't see that happen often to Hudson. And he did not get the first down. Fourth and one. Minutemen will punt with under two minutes to go. They do have a 28-10 lead. A.J. Young will get his final punt at home. Takes a little bit of a low snap, but gets a nice punt away. That's going to come all the way down the near sideline and making the catch and muffing the punt. Down here at the 12 and going out of bounds with it was Chris Adkins-Tolbert. And he got lucky there. He got very lucky. So, Madison will have the football for presumably the last time tonight. And they come out, Coon in the shotgun. From their own 12-yard line, first and 10, 112 to go in the ballgame. Coon back to pass on first down, lobs it down the middle of the field, and the Minutemen <laughs> probably had another shot at an interception there, but Caden Kunkel fell down as he was running after it. That ball was just kind of up in the middle of nowhere. This is about to be the longest minute and seven seconds of the ball game right here. Second and 10 from the 12. Kuhn in the shotgun again, back to pass. He's being rushed, and he's going to get it out of there. Right in the middle of the field, he's got his man out over the 25, out to the 26. And that was uh, Tatum Turcott. He's had a decent night tonight. Forty-five seconds left. Clock is rolling. First and ten. Kuhn will throw again on first down. Down the far sideline. He's got a man, and it's through the hands of the receiver. That was Zach Dodd. I think Dodd was wondering how he was so open, and he just didn't catch the ball. Yeah, no doubt. And he was wide open over there. Yeah, these young corners and safeties getting some work here to finish out the ball game, so all, all learning right here in some live action. Second 
So second and 10, clock stops at 39 seconds to go. Kuhn in the shotgun will continue to try to pad his stats. He's going to launch it again down the far sideline. That's Turcotte out there. Great defense out there by Drayton Berry. The junior defensive back. And that was not going to be caught. So a third down here for Madison at their own 26-yard line. Kuhn takes the shotgun snap. He's being rushed, has to get it out of there, and it's almost picked off again by the Minutemen, but Max Montgomery just couldn't get there in time, and that'll set up a fourth down. So this will be the last play of the ball game for the Rams, unless they can get a first down here. They're at their own 26, fourth and 10. Kuhn in the shotgun, 28 to 10. Lex on top. Kuhn takes the snap, back to pass, looking middle of the field, and it's caught and dropped right in the middle of the field. And that was Will Keppel. And now the Minutemen will get into victory formation with 23 seconds to go. And they will get out of here with their third win of the season. So a job well done tonight by the Minutemen. These seniors go 4-0 against the Rams in their four years. A.J. Young on to kneel it down and pick up another win as the starting quarterback here at Lexington. And the clock will run out. And the Minutemen improve to 3-6 three and six on the season. They are now 3-3 three and three in the OCC. And they beat the Madison Rams, who now fall to 1-8 and eight on the year, 1-5 and five now in the OCC, and a great win on senior night here for the Minutemen. When we come back, we'll have final stats from senior night for you. We'll get you scores from around North Central Ohio, and we will wrap it up next week. Lexington will end the regular season over at Ashland. So join us then. We'll have pregame coverage beginning at 640. Until then, hang tight. We'll be back with the FearTheVillage.com postgame show again. Lexington will winner tonight, 28-10 over Madison on FearTheVillage.com.
Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at CompleteAccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Lex a winner tonight on senior night, 28-10 over the Madison Rams. Lexington improves to 3-6 on the season. They are now 3-3 in the OCC. Madison falls to 1-8 on the season overall, and now they are 1-5 and the OCC. Hi again, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com postgame show. And Lexington looked good tonight uh, on all sides of the ball. And Nick has all of the final stats for you tonight to kind of paint a picture of how the night went, Nick. Thanks, Corey. Uh, yeah, like Corey said, I mean, a great game here tonight for the Minutemen coming out of the, coming out victorious 28-10, to 10, getting back to 3-3 three and three in the conference. Uh, so uh, offensively, 
uh, the Lexington Minutemen 316 yards of offense on only 36 plays. So they were pretty efficient, averaged almost nine yards a play. Uh, the, Man the Madison Rams 249 yards of offense on 61 plays. So they, they ran double the amount of plays as, as Lexington did, but uh, only got 249 yards of offense, so only four yards uh, per play. Uh, passing the ball, the Minutemen were 8 of 11 for 147, three touchdowns and the one interception. Uh, the Rams 145 yards passing, 12 of 33, uh, averaging 12 yards a pass and only the one touchdown late. Uh, running the football, uh, Lexington 169 yards on the ground on 25 carries, averaging almost seven yards a carry. The Rams 104 yards rushing on 28 attempts, averaging about 3.7 yards uh, per run. Uh, penalties, kind of a big deal in that second half. There's a lot of penalties. Uh, we saw an ejection, uh, Noah Finley in that third quarter, uh, but there are seven penalties for 75 yards for the Rams and eight penalties for 70 yards for the Lexington Minutemen tonight. Uh, Lex did have the one turnover. Uh, time of possession, kind of owned by the Rams. It was uh, 28 minutes to 22 minutes of time of possession, uh, so the Rams kind of owned that. Uh, first downs, Madison had one more first down than Lexington did tonight, 17 to 16. Uh, third down conversions, Madison 6 of 14 on third down, while the Lexington Minutemen were 5 of 10. Uh, some individual stats here. Uh, Cam Coon, like I said, 12 of 33, 145 in the touchdown. Uh, Dylan Jameson uh, got the Hills Heisman player of the game tonight. Uh, four of five, passing 94 yards and the two touchdowns. And then A.J. Young, four of six for 53 yards, the one touchdown and the one interception. Uh, running the football for the Rams, Zane Wynn was the lead man for them. Nine carries for 55 yards. Hunter Hutchison, nine carries for 20 yards. Cam Coon, three carries for 15 yards. And Noah Finley, seven carries for 14 yards. For the Minutemen, Hudson Moore, great to have Hudson back. Did a little bit of everything uh, offensively and defensively. Hudson, 14 carries, 87 yards, uh, six and a half yards a carry. Mason Green had a, a decent night on the ground as well. Eight carries, 75 yards, the one touchdown. Uh, Average almost 10 yards a carry tonight for Mason. Uh, receiving the ball. Like, there weren't many. Uh, DJ Johnson had the one touchdown catch for 66 yards on the receiver screen. Uh, Braden Fogle, three receptions, 62 yards, and the two touchdowns. Hudson Moore, two receptions, 15 yards, seven and a half yards a catch. And Jamarian Fagan, two catches for four yards. Uh, but, I mean, just a, a great game. Lex came out. Uh, defensively, they were flying around, had a, had a great game defensively. Uh, made Madison really work for every point that they got tonight. Uh, they got the touchdown late uh, against the backups. But, I mean, one-on-ones, one -on it was Lex pretty much dominated. Made Madison work really hard. Made Madison run a lot of plays. So, I mean, hats off to that Lex defense. I mean, they really only gave up three points, and that was in, well, I believe the first quarter. So, uh, I mean, they pretty much pitched a shutout the rest of the ball game. So, hats off to that defense. And offensively, they finally came alive. Both sides of the ball, I mean, I mean, both assets. They were running the ball. They were passing the ball. So, it was great to see them do a little bit of everything tonight and have success. Yep, great win for the Minutemen, 28-10. to 10. Just do a quick rundown of some scores here, and we'll get out of here tonight. Ashland beats Worcester narrowly, 26-21. It was uh, Mansfield Sr. shutting out Mount Vernon, 35 to nothing, And it was West Holmes, 60, New Philly, 7. So it looks like West Holmes is going to run the table 
in the OCC. We'll know next week, but it uh, doesn't look like anybody's going to get in their way. Uh, it was in the Moac. Galleon is leading Pleasant 44-21. to Highland 42, River Valley 21. Clear Fork dominates Shelby in a big one in the Moac, 61-19. And Ontario handles Marion Harding 38-6. Down in the Northern 10, Bucyrus up in a close one over Buckeye Central, 37-34. It was Carey, 20, Upper Sandusky, 14. Colonel Crawford blows out Mohawk, 48-6. And Seneca East wins a uh, close one against Winford, 32-31. Mapleton all over Monroeville, 53-29. Macomb blows out Plymouth, 55-7. And Western Reserve uh, beats South Central, 42-12. In the KMAC, Fredericktown beats Cardington, 44-28. It was uh, Centerburg staying unbeaten in the KMAC, 49-13 over Northmore. Danville beats Mount Gilead 19-8, and Loudonville uh, beats East Knox 49-8. A few other scores to note. Uh, Upper Scioto Valley leads Marion Elgin right now, 34-14. Final score at Willard, Oak Harbor 63, Willard 7. Fort Loramie comes up. Uh, actually, Lucas went down there this year. Fort Loramie beat Lucas 34-17. Clyde beats uh, Norwalk 35-28. Northwestern edges Hillsdale 17-12. Waynesfield-Goshen blows out and shuts out Ridgedale 54-0. And Fairless beats Triway 42-21. I want to thank uh, Kayla Durbin down on the sideline doing a great job as always uh, on social media. You can check out all of her hard work. She does such a great job all year, every year for us. And uh, you can check out all of her hard work on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at VSBN Radio. Uh, you can uh, we'll have some pretty cool pictures uploaded here tonight as well from Rachel Lazier. And she did a great job tonight down on the sidelines. Thank you to her. Thank you to uh, Billy Park for uh, hopping in and doing some uh, halftime and pregame stuff here on the broadcast. And thank you to Nick Lazier, my color commentator and statistician. He did a great job, as always. Uh, as well. And uh, I want to say one final time, my name is Corey Durbin. Thank you for listening tonight to the Lexington Minutemen getting their third win of the season, and they get a big one on senior night tonight over the Madison Rams, 28-10. Lexington improves to 3-6 and six on the year. They are 3-3 three and three in the OCC. Madison falls to 1-7 on the year. Excuse me, 1-8 on the year. They are 1-5 in the OCC. Week 10, the final week of the regular season is next week, and Lexington will travel to Ashland. That should be a great matchup, and hopefully the Minutemen can win and get into the playoffs. We'll know a lot more tonight about what they have to do next week, and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on JoeIdle.com tonight for sure. Uh, thank you for listening tonight. We'll talk to you next week from Ashland.